Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Oh, another beautiful Fox Sports Sunday begins. Team fully assembled as we get ready for another big day here on Fox Sports Radio. Already action on the pitch overseas. Full slate of Major League Baseball. A couple more NFL exhibition games. And I'm duct taped together and ready to go. This microphone is rock solid Thanks to LeVar having a, a trainer's bag, evidently, with him when he comes into the studio. Uh, What's going uh, on, brother? How are you? What's going on? I'm looking. I got yellow athletic tape holding this together. I feel like it's the metaphor for my life. Just try to Dude, grab some duct tape and try to keep things moving. I don't even want to go down that lane right now. <laughs> I really don't. I understand. He's LeVar Arrington, three-time pro bowler. They <laughs> try, all having good, hey, try, try having good hands during the segment. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I think you got this one pretty secure. If, if not, I'll be like Axl Rose running around, you know, the other night at Bank of California. At one point, he was trying to hold the mic stand, and it started to fall, and he just said, nah, to hell with it. And it's going to work for you. Yeah. It's going to work no, for you, No, I, I have full confidence. You saw in, the, in, finesse, the, you the, finesse, the, the finesse tape job ran its course. Then I had to bring the linebacker style to, to the situation. Going. No, exactly. Yes. Had to wrap it up, man. You know? No, that's that's the obliteration method right there. Uh, we had a cool. <laughs> I created a whole new ligament. No, brother. there's no question about it. Uh, yeah. We had a cool fantasy football event down in San Diego yesterday, so that was fun. Yeah, tell me about it, it man. Yeah, tell me. No, well, we had about 160 people. Nice. Uh, like 15 leagues going at it, all sorts of different configurations. Uh, with our affiliate down in San Diego, I uh, got to torment Ornberger for a while. Schaefer, I mean, they're all Penn State guys. Kind of weird. The way that all nice. works out. Yeah. Uh, so we kept mentioning all the Penn State guys. Like when they go, oh, I know why that guy's on your list. Like, shut up. It's like, well, you know, hey, we we did it. And then I made sure to make, you know, mention any Northwestern guy I possibly could uh, during the course of the events in, in the context of arguing for one of the top 10 players or whatever. But it was just fun, you know, people talking about football and the excitement of games being back, talking about a little bit of the preseason stuff that they'd watched over the course of the day, you know, everybody's got their phones out and waiting for the next alert of an injury update. So, you know, for for a few hours, nothing else mattered. In that little area, it was the world as normal uh, and, and everything I could want in a preseason and people yelling at me and screaming at me because of the analysis uh, and lists and all that. And I'm like, you know what, this is this is everything we need. To get us ready for a football season, man, that's awesome, man. I know how into that you are. I mean, you're the expert. Well, that's you know? what they say you're I, the flex I, 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 guy. Yeah, I think we uh, we use the term expert a little uh, liberally in some of this stuff, but uh, I don't uh, know, try, man. To, try to have an informed opinion is really. What I've it been comes around to. you. I've been around you long enough. I, uh, I, I know. It. I know you're pretty intense about two things. Well, a few things in particular. Well, I was going to say it's an early morning Sunday show, so keep it clean. It, well. <laughs> Ew. Uh, your kids. Look, your kids. That's not bad, right? There you go. Your hats. Oh, yeah. And your trader cards. No, sure. Yeah. The memorabilia game and fantasy football. Yeah, we got to know the game. I mean, you, you got to know your game. You got to be up on game like you guys. There you go. Like you, TJ, and, and Plax on, on Saturdays and the brand yep. that's being built. So, you know, some of the extension, our buddy Bershinger in the chair here with us today. So uh, we'll extend on some of the topics and and conversations y'all had yesterday. Uh, If you missed it, two hours of uh, oral goodness up right now. Hey, hey, Sunday. It's a Sunday. Hey, 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 be careful. (laughs) A-U-R-A-L. Up on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you get your audio. We do appreciate y'all being part of our extended family as we get things going here on a Sunday. And you know, not because I'm a homer, but because it's one of those fun debates that people are going to, you know, keep beating the drum. Not, no, hey, did they make the wrong move getting rid of Mitchell Trubisky as he marched the Oof. fills up and all over the Bears yesterday? Somebody was a champion for Mitch. Hey, man, I'll, I'll stump for that guy forever. And what's funny is he went to <laughs> Bill's Mafia, which is, you know, because I stumped for Josh Allen for two years before he had his breakout. How about that? So, you know, and Mitchell making some noise earlier in the week talking about, you know, being accepted and the coaching and messaging and everything in Buffalo. So that rankled uh, some folks there in Chicago. Uh, And then you have the game yesterday where you and I have talked about this a bunch. I've hated the offensive line 
the entirety of the offseason. And I think people are finally starting to realize how poor and porous it, it will be over the course of this season, right? Mm. When we look at, you know, some of the display and, and it gets into the Dalton Fields debate here momentarily, but like watching, so the NFL Network, for those that are unaware, haven't had a chance to sit down and watch any of this, you know, where they can, they, they're, look, everybody's trying to figure out costs and travel and whatever else. So they took the Fox 32 from Chicago feed. So you had their preseason announcers, which means, you know, sunshines, rainbows, and lollipops for everything going on and start talking about the rookie class and all this glowing reviews and, you know, really skipped over the fact that the second round pick had to have a backyotomy already. Mm. So Tevin Jenkins, they don't know if he'll be available at all this year. That seems right. like a big thing to talk about, especially over the course of the game where you keep having to explain how bad the offensive line is and how they're praying that Peters will be able to come in at 39 years old and help yeah. solidify something. So it, it it is just a mess, but they're, they're all just, you know, no, don't look over here. Justin runs really well. Oof. But he did not see that man running off that corner. Now, that now, edge. Can you explain everybody for everybody's seen this hit by now? And if you haven't, go to Twitter, just look up Justin Fields' hit and watch the video as as we talk about it here. And as bad as that offensive line is, that's completely on a quarterback. Well, it isn't completely on the quarterback. He came free. I well, mean, but, but doesn't he free. have to turn his head and see, hey, this guy's coming in free off the side? <laughs> is it a quarterback supposed to look it, and scan a, at least momentarily? That one happened, I, I think. That w- if you had saw that one from from ground level, you would have had a you'd have a different opinion. Okay, that happened so fast and with uh, an unimpe- unimpeded defender running that hard and that fast that you don't have time. You don't have you don't have the time to do all of that. Like you didn't you have got, time to duck. You actually. you can probably do one of the things that you said. <laughs> In the amount of time that it took for that man to get to 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 Justin Fields, uh, that that's a trust exercise. That's that's something that I will say this: pre-snap, you have to identify and locate where the nearest and closest danger sure. and present danger is pre-snap. Um, but for him to be just standing upright like that and looking to the side that, you know, to the opposite side. Uh, first off, it was a perfectly dialed up blitz um, to to for them to not see it and it to be called from, a, you know, maybe ironically, coincidentally, it was called to the opposite side of where Justin Fields would, would end up looking for the play. Um, but it was interesting because the first thing I thought to myself was, dang, the game isn't as slow as you thought it was. No, this is, is true. No, life comes at you fast. You might want to rethink. <laughs> while while some may think that that was a, a flex and it was a, a declaration of I'm coming for this, this NFL thing, um, many of many of many of brave, strong, really dope dudes have played this game over the decades. Um don't don't diminish the game don't undervalue 
the game because there's too many dudes that have come through those doors that have had to to endure what it is to be in the National Football League at every single position. And so to be at the quarterback's position and everyone knows that the lingo for a quarterback or even a player in general is the game needs to slow down for you before you can start to really have a ton of success. Everyone knows that. Mike, you cannot cheat the process. The process is what matters the most in having success at any level. So when you leave high school and you go, heck, when you leave Pee Wee League and you go to high school, there is a learning curve where the game has to slow down for you before you start to have any real measure of success. Same goes in college. You leave high school. I always tell people, if you want to understand the comparison of speed, when you leave, when you leave Peewee League, a Peewee League game is is not even represented in the game speed of of a practice. So of a high school practice. So you're talking about a game speed you're leaving to go into a practice that isn't even remotely close to the speed of the practice, let alone the game. And that's why they have JV and varsity, because you're not ready for a varsity speed game. When you leave high school from playing varsity and you're good enough to go to college, if you go to a regular college, not a power five, a regular college the practices are generally the same speed as your games. If you go to a power five college out of high school, the practices are faster than a game, any game you've ever played in. The practices are. When you leave from college and you go to the pros, the practices are the speed of a game rep. So when you're trying to comprehend and put together how when they say, oh, the game is slowing down for him, the game is slowing down for me, you have to put it in the proper context of that means you are now up to speed where you can just play at the speed, at the level of what the game is. Excuse me. Um, So now you're talking about if you can get to a point of where you can actually be faster than the game speed at the pro level. Now the game has not only slowed up for you, but you've sped up. So there's a lot to that. And and listen, I'm a I'm a Justin Fields fan. I know no, you. We've probably, talked. We've talked about yeah, this a lot. And, and certainly, I, I believe there's great heights to come. I, I always keep it real. I don't think it's yet. I always <laughs> keep it real. And, and when and, and listen, even coming out of the first game, it was like an overwhelming sense of hype that came from how Justin Fields um, performed. I did not believe that it was an earth-moving right. first performance. I made that very clear. I thought he was the most impressive of all the the rookie quarterbacks that went out there. I thought that he did some really good things, and, and as expected, I said he would do some really good things with his legs. But But make no mistake about it, it was not as if – we were looking at Justin Fields and it's like, oh, he's arrived. Like it was not that scenario. 
So I know you're going to want to dovetail this into Andy Dalton and what he had to say, and I think there's been a lot of opinions on that, so I'll give it back to you. And then Well, I mean, the biggest thing up. is just that Nagy named him the starter for week one, and it's yeah. got people incensed and outraged, and, and I see headlines of, you know, they should have fired Matt Nagy on the spot and just handed the clipboard to Brian Dable. Somebody said they should have done that at the end of last year. I don't know. It might have been me. But when we when we look at, you know, the Andy Dalton experiment, and, and it's it, – potentially ugly and you know Justin Fields the speed of the game you know it's it's also what's around you right when you're talking about you know what you can be at the quarterback position I mean no man's an island in this league right right and and if five guys up front can't get the job done guess what if all you're doing is running for your life it ain't gonna work and you ain't gonna survive very long either uh, as we know the pl- history's littered with a lot of guys that took a bunch of hits and and shorten their careers, right? And so Nagy reiterating that he wants to see Dalton week one, quote, we need to see him in the regular season. And see with the the ones, and that's part of the discussion with Fields as well. You know, to me, there were a couple points yesterday where he's like, all right, I'm not standing here and being, you know, a, a sitting duck. I'm just going to take a quick look and I'm running because mm-hmm. I'm going to get blown up back here, which again is – is fine short term, but you, you can't run an offense this, that way. Like, it's just not going to work. So it, it's curious, you know, because everybody, uh, I should, shouldn't should say everybody, but the vast majority of people don't really necessarily like the Bears' weaponry at, at the disposal for Dalton and or Fields. And, and I get that, right? It's not the deepest roster of, of skill position guys, but... As, as we know in this league, or at least my estimation watching it as long as I have, if you don't have a front five that's got some cohesion, it's going to be a long season, regardless of who your trigger man is. Yeah. Well, I know we're up on a break, so if you want to take the break, we could take the break and continue. Well, or why I don't could, we do I could that? jump into that. Well, uh, why don't we do that? We'll continue okay. that on the other side. We'll reference back to Dalton's fiery comments earlier. See what I did there? Redheaded guy. Fiery comments oh. earlier this week that got everybody all mad. It's like, guy stakes a claim for his job, yet well, everybody gets have, all upset. I have an added twist for all of this, too, by I the way. I can't wait. So. It's like an M. Night Shyamalan movie unfolding here on Fox <laughs> Sports Radio. It's Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Garman, LeVar Arrington, we're just getting warmed up. Hang out. Grab a cup of coffee. It's going to be a nice, long, easy ride. We'll continue with more Bears talk on the other side. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. 
Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back in. Now I know my time has come. Mike Harmon alongside LeVar Arrington having some fun with you on a Fox Sports Sunday. we got Chris, Ryan, and Isaac making it sound oh so pretty. Hear the update from Ilo in just a couple of minutes off the rails next hour. Talking a little bit about, well, what is becoming the the big quarterback battle in the National Football League, getting a lot of air, and, and certainly when you're, you know, the city of big shoulders, begins with the C, ends with the O, and in the middle is Hickag, uh, as they said so eloquently on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Uh, and you've got a guy that, you know, moves the needle, right? Justin Fields does that, right? The name recognition for what he did in college, the player he could be, and the Bears, let's face it, still looking for that quarterback after all these years. Let's go back to Sid Luckman for a moment, if we shall, all the way back to the 1940s. But, no, in, in all, all reality, I mean, we, we look around the league, and we've talked about it the last couple of weeks. LeVar in, in New York, you know, you've got Zach Wilson. Right, he's your quarterback of the Jets. There's no no disputing it, and he's gotten all the reps. And go get it. Like there's no veteran placeholder to be had. Bears, mm-hmm. they signed Andy Dalton. They already had Nick Foles, so now you got double up on the veterans and contracts and all. But you know, you go to San Francisco. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't get traded. Trey Lance made a couple of big throws, but there's still work to be done. And they've got a roster that can win. The Bears outside of that offensive line, uh, and then we watch the defense get shredded up. And again, you you take it with a grain of salt because it is preseason, but, you know, you, you try to find some nuggets pushing forward. The expectation was 
this team could find its way at the back end of the playoff chase again if things broke right. Will they? Their defense maybe? is pretty good. It should be. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, their defense is pretty good. Assuming um, Goldman and and Hicks and those guys, you know, are all healthy yes, and can correct. get through. Correct. There, there's there's enough at each They're level good. to make some plays. That's correct. So so here's what here's what I was thinking, right? Because it's just taking for me all of the information of what you hear and what you you believe, and you ju- you you have to try to think things through sometimes in a very logical way but actually try to keep it as simple as possible simplicity is the key in the way and you just made mention of it the name that doesn't get mentioned often but is there and is present is Nick Foles now his name has kind of gotten lost in the whole idea of Justin Fields should be starting Andy Dalton is the starter but there, there is Nick Foles, and Nick Foles has always been his best at his best when he's in scenarios where he's not the focal point until he's the focal point. So it made me start thinking, and it made me start wondering. It's like, man, okay, this could be a a very a very logical plan with a ton of value if executed correctly and it has to be executed correctly even through the jeers and and the boos and and different things that may come for not making the move that everybody may or seemingly want to have take place which is make Justin Fields the starter you gave Andy Dalton a large one year contract pretty sizable bag it's a large contract what is the most leverageable, most important commodity outside of a starting quarterback in the National Football League. The favorite guy on every team is the backup. The backup. Until he shows up and has to play. The backup. So you didn't know when you brought in Andy Dalton that you were going to have access to a player like Justin Fields in the draft. Most people thought he would be gone. Sure. Yeah, you you and I both did in in mock drafts and – I had him at least top top five, top five getting drafted. So now no no one expects him to even be available. So you got a top five guy at a value pick. That happens sometimes in the draft. I mean, some people would say that's Pat Mahomes, right? So when you think about what you have going on here, most guys don't have a three-quarterback situation where – all three of them could be a starter for a team. You don't have that. That is a very rare um, situation to have. So by giving him that money before you even knew that you were going to have Justin Fields available to you and you draft him, you've already said by drafting him, this is going to be your guy. Andy Dalton is not a guy that's going to hold off Justin Fields from being the starter. Everyone knows that. So when I was saying I I did not believe it was the right thing for Andy Dalton to say, I didn't think it was the wrong thing for him to say. I just didn't think it was the right thing to say because I didn't think that it was needed or necessary in in whatever context that anybody would want to try to place it in. It just didn't seem like it was properly placed. But I will say this. If I'm naggy, and I'm Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is running out of time on being a starting quarterback in the National Football League. 
Nagy has to do what he needs to do to make sure that he can develop Justin Fields as rapidly as he possibly can for him to be prepared to play as the starting quarterback for this team. But if Justin Fields takes over that starting position and isn't quite ready to do so, you still have a backup if you maintain Nick Foles on your roster that can come in and be a a, a formidable starting quarterback for your team. Well, so, we watched him last last year in Nagy's offense, and that was uh, yeah, it wasn't abject good. failure. Yeah, it wasn't good. And then but, it, they gave the keys back to Mitchell, and they scored thirty points a game. The but he was the but year. he was the starter. Yeah, he's not usually good when he comes in as the starter. He's good when he comes in and he has to take over for a star. Don't know what his mental mental makeup is. That's curiosity but, for sure. Yeah, but hor- historically speaking, that's when Nick Foles is at his best. So it leads me to this conclusion: if backup quarterbacks are the most valuable commodity outside of the starting quarterback and your backup quarterback right now is not going anywhere, then what are you best served to do if you have a third quarterback that can be a legitimate backup quarterback and you've overpaid for this quarterback for one year? You name him your starter, you give him first-team reps, and you hope that he plays as well as he possibly can play so that his value is held up by the contract that you've given him somebody's going to go down at sure. some point in time. Well, that's how somebody. he ended up being the starter in Dallas. Okay. Right? So somebody at some point is going to go down, and you are going to need a quarterback. So what better way of having leverage to, well, come get our quarterback. Come come get Andy Dalton. And, and, and to that point, come get Nick Foles. One way or the other, you have two quarterbacks that can offset what you paid Andy Dalton. You can offset what it took for you to get Nick Foles. You can offset those those expenses with a draft pick or two, with whatever it may be, with a player that, that makes your team better. It might be an offensive lineman. It can be for any other position because you already have a backup quarterback. So to me, if you're looking at this from a GM's eye, a front office perspective, the Bears are actually playing this in a masterful manner because you're trying to raise the value of a quarterback that you were hoping was going to be a placeholder for you until you found your quarterback of the future. You didn't know that your quarterback of the future was going to drop to you in the draft. So now you're you're best served by creating this ability to be able to have trade value. Nick Foles doesn't really have trade value right now. But you can put Andy Dalton in a situation where he has tremendous trade value if he plays well. So I think that that has to be the thought process. Otherwise, that you, you whiffed on, on paying a, a large amount of money when you got a value situation because you have your, your future quarterback, possibly your franchise quarterback, and he's on a rookie contract. Yeah, so you just, certainly just you, you never a, want to lose those years. That, that's for sure. Yeah. But it, so it's just also, giving a strategic approach to no, maybe I, how they may be looking at this. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot to it. You know, the quote itself from, from Dalton, you know, for me, and, and I had, had a couple of days off, so I, I sat from the sidelines watching everybody chop this one up, which made it kind of fun for me. 
Uh, but what you know, when Andy Dalton says it's my time, Justin will have his time, uh, and he's going to have a great career. But right now, it's my time, so my focus is on being the best player I can be for this team and helping this team win. I, I don't I don't see anything wrong with that. It became oh, you know, he, he's making this about himself and everything. It's like, well, yeah, he, he was brought in to be the guy, and like you say, the opportunity to draft Justin Fields suddenly presented itself. Win for the Bears. So, you know, for Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, the front office, they, they've got to look at it, you know, from a, a couple of perspectives, right? Because one is job security for themselves. So how they handle Justin Fields is going to be a big part of whether they get to stick around another couple of years or not, right? Yeah. So yeah. so that's the other part of this. And yet you've got to try to balance the – whether he's fully ready, but also looking in the mirror as to what you have to support and make him the best he could be, right? And it goes back to that offensive line discussion, you know, a little bit earlier. Not that, you know, you're ever saying, hey, we're putting, because I heard the term sacrificial lamb put out for Andy Dalton. It's like, that's not the point. The The point is, you know, a rookie quarterback isn't well-versed on what the progressions are going back to the speed conversation we had 15 minutes ago, right? Is like, there's certain things and lapses and gaps that are still going to be there in those opening games that if you have the luxury of not having to put him in, right? You have a guy like Dalton on your roster, then why would you force the issue until you know what you have for your team? As That's you correct. Mirror, right. Uh, uh, and again, it's all about value propositions in the National Football League. Everyone is trying to build their teams with a value uh, available to them. You want to get as many good players as you possibly can. And the only way to be able to do that, Mike, is to be able to afford to get them. And in some situations, to have leverage like having two quarterbacks yeah. that are tradable, um, that, that is tremendous value. That, in fact, I, I don't know of any other teams that have a quarterback that's a third stringer that's responsible for a Super Bowl. No, you know, and I don't have I don't know of any other team that has a starting quarterback that has played in in playoff games as a starter. And I don't know another team that has a first rounder, a high a high drafted, a high graded first round quarterback, you know, as as the backup. I don't know of any other rosters that would have that type of, of value at the most important position in the league. So, yes, the biggest question is, how are you going to rebuild your, your offensive front? Um, and can that offensive front get it done and do what they need to do? You you have some some young weapons and some, some decent weapons on the edges. Um, there are some relatively obscure uh, football players on this team. But keep in mind, everyone, this is still the National Football League. Yep. And sometimes it's very overstated. When when people say, "Well, this isn't a good unit," they rank this. They they rank thirty two. They rank twenty nine. They rank twenty eighth. Well, you know what? That's thirty two teams. There are fifty man rosters. Fifty three, fifty four man is a little more this this year, but there are fifty three man rosters, and you're talking about less than one percent of the population. 
that is playing on these teams. So when we get into talking about they're poor and they're not good and they suck and all this other stuff, you're talking about the most elite football players that the world has to offer, whether they are 32nd or whether they're first. When you get into the elite of elites, when you talk about they're in the top five or the top 10 of those 32 32 teams, you're talking about the elite of, of the most elite you're just talking about the less elite of the most elite <laughs> when you're talking about they're poor. Well, and, right. And, and they're the still end, pros. But in a, in a lot of cases, it's what situation are you put into, right? Yeah, what but, is the scheme? But, what but is what the I'm, offense? Yes, but what I'm saying is is that these all these teams and all these coaches and all these players are getting paid to be pros. And, and so it, it's funny because one time, I, you know, somebody said, oh, you guys got Cleveland this week. And I was like, God, oh, that should be a win. And I'm looking at the reporter and I'm like, dude, do you understand every game is a is a dog fight to win? Even if you blow a team out, that's still a team like and, and to put it in the proper perspective, because I gave you guys the speed deal earlier on. If you take the worst football team in the National Football League and you put them up against the most elite team in college, they would destroy them, destroy that team. It would not even be close. People talk, get get ahead or, over their skis and start saying, oh, Alabama could beat teams in the National. No, they could not. They would not, could not, would not happen. Oh, I thought it, you were going to start rhyming. I thought no, you were going to go no, physical no, right there. No, I'm being dead serious right now. I'm, I'm just keeping it all the way real. It would not happen because the level of competition is too much further ahead than what it is at the college level. So, so when you put it in the proper perspective, when we get into justifying why a team is bad – it's because they don't know how, like you said, schematically or or developmentally wise, they're not developing their scheme well enough. They're not developing their players well enough. They're not they're not executing on a level where you can you can win against the elite teams or the the mid pack teams. That's what it comes down to, and that's why it becomes a conversation. You know, people wonder why coaching conversations become such a large topic and why front office and and ownership becomes such a large topic well because those are the most important positions to be in for the culture to be right for the leadership to be right because if that if it starts there and it isn't correct then you can't expect that the rest of the situation is going to end up being correct either best summary statement you can have on a building of a winner Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back in Fox Sports Radio. It's Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside LeVar Arrington having some fun with you. And one of the stories circulating out there, part of the preseason lore as we fight about quarterback battles and depth charts and, yeah, everybody re-ranking their fantasy blurbs along the way, uh, was the fact that the Ravens, with a win over Carolina, the Matt Rule-led Carolina Panthers and Sam Darnold squad and all of those things that we're starting to look at. 20 to 3, your final. 19 straight preseason wins for the Ravens. So tying Vince Lombardi's Packers from 59 to 62. Mm-hmm. Impressive. And, you know, in 
depending on how you feel about the priestess, because a lot of people just push it away. Like to me, like there's value to be gleaned, but you know, I don't, I don't, I try to stay off the highs and lows. Like I'm on a roller coaster with it and giving it ultimate meaning with each play, right? Trying to remember, all right, we we're in starters are out. This guy's not playing right. Nursing an injury or, or, you know, they're holding back ready, regular season, whatever the case is, a lot of different circumstances. Right. And so when you have a, a record like this, it has to me it has meaning because you play how you practice right and if you're going to go and play a a game right an, an exhibition game and and all it's like the the goal in all of this is still to win mm-hmm. and get that taste of winning in your mouths and for John Harbaugh Sunday show right so okay. John Harbaugh in his career is currently 31st in the all-time in the NFL with 129 wins he can pass with a 10-win year. He will pass six people on the list this year. Win percentage, he's 30th all time at a 62% winning clip in the regular season. It's not bad at all. Right? So to me, you know, there there is something to be said for let's go out there, even if we're not playing our starters or the guys are unavailable due to injury or illness or whatever's going on, family, you know, circumstance that takes them away to navigate that and get W's, like you, that's how you build culture. Mm-hmm. That's how you build expectations for guys coming into your locker room. So I, I don't dismiss it at all when it, when it gets into these kind of, uh, you know, setting a record. It's like, well, it doesn't matter. It's like, no, it does. Because it breeds the rest of what you're doing for the year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. That, I, I, I thought I was out an island a little bit there, but I... Mm-mm. No, I mean, you do want listen, I always talk about building culture and I always, you know, I was always kind of downplayed in talking about working environments and and stability. And, you know, it's like we didn't win in Washington. So every time I brought these things up, I'm disgruntled. Every time it became a larger conversation, it's like I have an axe to grind, stuff like that. Now, I was really telling the truth. You know, my entire career, I had pretty much success everywhere I was at because it was all stable environments. From Pee Wee League on up, Pee Wee League was all established coaches that had been there for years, did well building the culture. We won and we developed as players. We fed into our our high school league, our high school team. We had stability, a legendary head coach, a legendary offensive coordinator, a a legendary defensive coordinator. It led into success. Same thing in in college at Penn State. It, It was the same exact thing. I get to a place where there was dysfunction where the work environment was not conducive to winning um you know it was just not a culture that was geared towards winning mike and we did not win and 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 it shows when you have coaches you have plenty of coaches with great resumes you have plenty of players with great resumes and you still can't win you cannot overcome a lack of culture you can't overcome a lack of environment that breeds and and calls for or uh, is conducive for success, can overcome it no yeah, matter I mean, what. Well, we just look at that AFC North. you got two teams that are the examples of how this works, right? And then you can add, obviously, the Patriots and what they did of all course. those years. Yeah. But you look at Pittsburgh and you look at Baltimore, and it works. From the front office and the communication and the coaching staff, stability matters. 
Yeah. And so that, you know, this 19 wins, if folks want to dismiss it, I, I think it's foolhardy. I, I think that's what you should be shooting for because you got that and you're building towards greatness. You know, we talk player agency a lot as well, LeVar. We're going to talk about players becoming agents on a larger level. You know, player ownership in teams. That's next on Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right. Welcome back in. Hour two of the program. Fox Sports Sunday continues. Mike Harmon alongside LeVar Arrington having a blast uh, getting you up and out the door on a Sunday. Take us with you wherever you are. The iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM Channel 83, your local affiliate. And as always, the little voice in the back of your head. It's not your conscience. It's us. Uh, at King of the Mammals on Instagram, at Swollen Dome for me. LeVar, feeling good. You got football back in, in the throws this weekend too, right? You guys had yeah. a game Friday night? Yeah, the team had a game. I mean, listen, I'm I'm a spectator this year. I know, year. right, right. Had, had to take a step back. It's so funny because I'm, you know, I've been, you know, I've been having some mixed bag emotions about all of it. But, you know, these kids have gone through quite a bit that I coached some of them stayed um, some of them left some of them went to where you know my son went to school some of them went to other schools but um, you know it's just it's it's a it's an interesting thing Mike you know you have one place where you wanted to try to make things work mm-hmm. and they didn't want to make it work and then you tell them how much of a, a safety issue it is not addressing the need and addressing the issue properly and then it not to be addressed and not not having the ability to stay I was going into my fourth year as the head coach there um it was just it's just been disheartening the way that they've handled things with these kids paperwork it's almost like there's this vindictive approach to to me and how things have have gone and where the, the program currently is. And you're trying to take it out on these kids. Um, long story short, some of these kids are still sitting out because the guy isn't, isn't you know, that it handles the paperwork uh, for the school that, that we left isn't handling the paperwork, yeah. you know. All right. Um, so, yeah, but, that, that gets ugly. It, that does get ugly. But but to the other side of that, the, the kids that, you know, were able to get, get you know, cleared and had the opportunity to play, um, I was just more or less happy to see them happy, you know, because there's still some that are dealing with the emotions of all of it. But we had a game, um, and when I say we, obviously where my son is is playing at and, and where some of the guys uh, ended up going. And it's tra- at Charter Oak, it, it's amazing, ma- amazing place, amazing program. Uh, Dom Farrar, the head coach, uh, just – it is, you know, if you know about Charter Oak, it's it's actually a legendary historical um, program where a guy by they called him Big Lou, um, Lou Farrar, um, built the program. Mike, super dope. Um, he, he unfortunately he he succumbed to to cancer, um, not this year but last year, okay. and and so it, 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 there were a lot of emotions. No, there sure, were, there were a back lot on of the emotions field and all the twists and turns. Trying yeah, to make things you know happen. the sure. whole COVID thing because some school some schools have had to cancel some games so there's there's the whole idea of the mental health aspect of it there were fans in the stands where last year it was very limited on on fans being able to be in the stands with the social distancing 
and the the amount of people that would be allowed in. So there were just so many different plots and so many storylines. I, I was emotionally overcome in the moment and and just had, you know just very happy um, to be in the situation that that you know them to be in the situation that they're in so yeah it was a it was all in all it was a good weekend but you know I did I did say what I said for the simple fact that you know me I'm a pretty calculated dude and it's sad that you know there was games going on in other places because it was Friday night and some of the kids that I love and I care very much for were sitting and watching because of a lack of action and attention to detail or the attention to detail to try to get back at me for some strange reason yeah, it is a, a rich tapestry. Uh, we we can broach it here a bit, but yeah, obviously so much more behind the scenes because in the end, isn't it supposed to be about the kids? I mean, that's uh, what they say. That, that, that's the, <laughs> that's uh, what they that's say. That's the talking point. Eight, yeah, you know, yeah. big bold letters on page one. Uh, but as we know, you know, you and I and, and those in, in our business, sometimes you get a little too close to see how the sausage is really made uh, as things change over time and and these sports are what they are in in this society at this moment, right? It's well, a you know, I ain't, it, it ain't as simple as it was hey, seemingly twenty five years ago. You know, I ain't never had no problem saying what I no, what I have right. on my mind. Absolutely so, not. You know, I always say what I feel is right, and and we can debate if I'm wrong or not. But I'll always state what's on my mind and how I see it. So well, and as always, try to remind folks. I can't tell you how you feel. Yeah, right. If right. the gut is telling you something, the gut's telling you something, right? The rest of you know data points we could probably you know maybe fight about in in other ways. But at the end of the day, you know, if you feel like there's something more to just decision making than a straight line, then yeah, it's probably you're probably right, right? What do they always say: trust your instincts. Yeah, so, trust your gut. And, and I always say God is in your gut. There you have it. Yeah, trust your gut. But, you know, as we talk about, like for all the kids getting back out or, or here in Los, the greater Los Angeles area where we broadcast from the Fox Sports Radio studios, you know, you may have different things happening in your hometowns and your states and how they're dealing with getting kids back into fall athletics. Uh, for us here, you know, it seems like every couple of days there's more emails coming from the school as to how they're going to change an approach to this, that, the other. So you keep your head on a swivel. The kids have adapted remarkably well uh, in all of it, which is always a great reminder that, uh, you know, they're smarter than we give them credit for sometimes. Not that they don't do dumb things, but let's face it, a whole lot of adults do dumb things, as LeVar chronicled at the beginning of that discussion <laughs> right there. Just dumb, man. Low, low brow, low, low class, man. But like you know, school on Saturday. Well, no, well, sometimes you class. need school. Some, oh, okay. I saw what you, you know, you know what I mean? Some kids need school on Saturday though. Well, there's absolutely. And then maybe a little, <laughs> little bit extra of divine intervention on a Sunday. Uh, and Hey, if you're going to services, say one for us too. Uh, while you're at it, uh, and we'll be here when you get out. Uh, Mike Harmon at Swollen Dome, where you find me on Twitter and Instagram. The I Want Your Flex podcast is back up. Dan Byer and I, fantasy football chatter. And, of course, all our fine work here at Fox Sports Radio, including the Up on Game podcast. You can find Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you get your audio. Download it. Give it five stars. We'll love you forever. LeVar will walk coast to coast at some point. That Up on Game bag in his hand. And I'll wear the up on game kicks 
and my new uh, Thunderlips mini cape that I got. Yeah, that's right. I gotta get your shoe size. Yeah, I gotta get your shoe size, man. It, well, I, I got wide feet. I like Flintstone, Uh-oh. Flintstone feet, buddy. Uh oh, you might. Which want, means you most might stuff. Not want the shoes. I, I was gonna I say most stuff doesn't yeah. fit on me, unfortunately. Fat feet, but you I know what you. are you gonna do? Uh, you, you you succeed and proceed. Uh, I've made the mistake of you know when shoes drop, you're like, oh, I got in, and then it's like, nope, my foot's not fitting in that, and then you find it a nice home. <laughs> <laughs> that is what you do. In other words, well, friends that are d- having charity auctions usually end up getting a couple of nice pairs of kicks. There you go. There you once go. or twice a year that don't fit my feet. But in that vein, we talk about the enterprising nature of athletes, right? We've talked a lot about name, image, and likeness and getting creative and finding sponsorships and trying to figure out, all right, where can you get a second, third, eighth bag? in addition to your contracts as you go through the process. And for the top athletes now, with the money being what it is, LeVar, we got more guys getting into partial ownership games. And there was a big story this week as Giannis Antetokounmpo becomes the latest superstar to get into baseball ownership as he became a part owner of the Milwaukee Brewers. We've seen it with Patrick Mahomes and the Royals. You got LeBron's got a stake with the the Fenway Group for Liverpool. I see a number of guys have some stake in international soccer and domestic soccer, the MLS mm-hmm. and such. You got Jordan uh, in the NBA. Magic Johnson's gotten in and out of some really big investments with big payoffs uh, as part of ownership groups. But I think it's a, it's a great trend. We had Aaron Rodgers, right, part part owner of the Bucks. Uh, against Larry Fitzgerald, who we'll talk about in about 10 minutes from now, um, who's a part owner of the Phoenix Suns. But it's all about diversification and getting access to the information and people at that table for whatever is, quote, next. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I, I love players, you know, being aggressive and trying to figure this out, recognizing where that, uh, you know, wealthy to whatever the next term is beyond wealthy. <laughs> I love the I love the evolution of I love the evolution of athletes looking at themselves as enterprises and enterprising based off of what they know and putting their their hard earned cash into ownership and into ownership opportunities, um, diversifying themselves in, in that manner. I, I think it's awesome. You know, like, you know, just seeing Giannis put his money into the Brewers, um, people, people investing aggressively to, to build. We, we watched so many guys like Aaron Rodgers. just, I think if I just read what you said, right. I, th- I hope I'm on the right topic. Um, it, it, you know, just, I think, seeing how Aaron Rodgers um, is owner in Milwaukee. So yep. now Giannis has the, the, the blueprint of it, so to speak. Sure. Um, I just I just like the evolution of it because, you know, TJ made the point yesterday, and I thought that it was pretty interesting. I don't know that that opportunity was allotted to us. I think rules changed. I, yeah, I, think I, I don't think that it was ever like an option for us to be because I well, always wondered if I one of the things I had asked when I was coming out was, can I put part of my contract into the equity of the team? Yeah, I still think there's a rule where you can't there's be rules. Yeah, you can't do it in there. Yeah. But, you know, in terms of. But why you, not? 
Well, that, that's you know always I mean? been one of why, the questions. Why shouldn't that be allowed? Why should you not be able to say if if you're going to give me one of the highest paychecks in all of the game and I would rather get my equity, like like invest in the equity of the franchise, why not? Why not be able to choose what you're able to do with your money? Well, it seems to me, you know, because I, I think the – easy answer folks would argue would just be all right salary cap and calculation and all of those kind of things like but so well, what it's still going to hit this, your salary no cap. But, that, but that's the thing right it's an it doesn't change thing. anything right yeah, it it's doesn't an accounting change anything thing. but you know you you know as well as anybody there's a lot of rules in the nfl that don't necessarily make sense and again and go every every other league in the same way right so I now when like, the guy got you know wants to get paid in bit bitcoin people lose their minds yeah, like it's I mean, still a dollar transaction at a certain value, and it's and it's still their money. It's their money, like you said. It, it is accounting. It goes into the books as that money is being spent out. So it is real money. So once that money goes out, why can you not decide where your money goes? You can decide where it goes everywhere else. You can invest in so many other things, everything else with your money. Why can't you invest it back into the place that you're going to invest your your heart resource, which is your body, your time, your energy? Why wouldn't you be able to invest back into it? You have so many investment opportunities when you make all this money. And believe you me, people come a running when they want to get a hold of your money. Put your money here. Did I send you my prospectus I was looking at the other day? No, I'm just kidding. No. Yeah, it's a stack people, of Patrick you know. Mahomes rookie cards. No, look, the the idea being that, you know, as we go forward, and obviously we've got these big contracts, but, you know, in the news this week, a lot was that conversation Draymond Green had with Kevin Durant. Look what Kevin Durant did while he was with Golden State. He took meetings with all the top executives in Silicon Valley and mm-hmm. went and made big investments in big plays that have made him 10 times his money. Like, just like that. I mean, so it's it's about, you know, like we always say, who you know and opportunity and certainly seeing athletes take advantage of this. And I know, you know, for, for some, it's the, all right, they already have millions. How many more millions? You know what? You always want more. And you want to challenge yourself and you want equity in something, right? Some folks, it's, I want my first house. Well, for or, me, it's legacy. Well, that, that you that's know, there's it. the there's the idea of... I can teach my kids. I can. I have extended kids, right? I just had the whole my whole rant at the beginning of of, of the hour, just about you know raising up young fine men to to be fine leaders and fine participants uh, in in our society. And I would love to have the ability to do internships for them. I would love for them to be able like. One of the things that, you know, I taught and that I love about Fox Sports Radio is their openness and their willingness to open the doors. I mean, COVID has made it very difficult at this moment. But, you know, a legacy play for me is to be able to teach guys how to interview, how how radio works, how media works and and be able to bring them into our studios and bring them through our doors to be able to teach them things. If I have equity and and those entities that I'm doing that for, it, you know, it, it's just to me, it's just about being able to leverage and create legacy where 
the those who really really want to be more have the opportunities to be more to do more the biggest thing in success mike is exposure you know this you get into doing radio you know and and you've been able to build a career out of it at some point you were exposed to something and saw something, experienced something that made you a believer that you could actually chase this dream and make it a reality. That's really all these situations call for. You know, anytime you see a, a player garner ownership and and put themselves in a position where um, they're an equity stakeholder in, in places in, in their categories, maybe a different sport, but their category um, – I just think that it's awesome, man. It, it, it's a really humbling thought. It it makes me proud to know that, you know, we won't always be looked at as the dumb jocks, um, you know, or only certain positions, certain people are looked at and respected as businessmen, uh, or you had to be born here and raised here. Like, whatever it is, if you're in America, if you're participating in America, it still remains that this is the greatest place on earth and it gives you the opportunity to do something that you're generally not able to do in some other places, which is live the American dream, the, be able to obtain wealth, even if you start it from nothing. To me, those are the, the lessons that, that you learn in sports, but then to see it solidified and and knowing that now it's leading to like it was just so fleeting. You mentioned Magic Johnson, you know, the Michael Jordans, different things like that. Like it's very few and far in between in the past. And now it's becoming more of a trend and it's becoming yeah. a little bit more prominent. I think that's pretty awesome. More com- commonplace as we see the dollars behind the contracts give you a little more entree uh, to this type of investing. And let's face it. Uh, not a lot of uh, of these properties lose money. They <laughs> no. may they may on the books, you know, based on ties to other companies within the portfolio. Uh, but let's call it what it is. At sale, everybody gets paid. He's LeVar Arrington. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Sports Sunday. And coming up, we got a guy who has an ownership stake in an NBA team. But right now, eh, the NFL's on the back burner. We'll talk about him, his future, and what this all means uh, when you hit this point in your career. That's next on Fox. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. 
Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Radio's Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Harmon, LeVar Arrington, and you talking ownership in the National Football League in Major League Baseball players getting their larger piece of the pie and extending uh, their careers and expanding their horizons and portfolios. Uh, Fun time. We keep track of all of that. And one of the guys that is there and while well, he's not on an active roster at the moment is we're talking about Larry Fitzgerald mm-hmm. long time Arizona Cardinals wideout going back to the draft of 2004 remember that brought us the quarterbacks of Eli and Rivers and Big Ben and as of now out of the that quartet you've got one remaining and Big Ben we we're having a little conversation as uh the bills got paid and you know, for Roethlisberger, it's figuring out, well, what he is at this point, right? Completely rebuilt offensive line. You bring in Najee Harris. You've got wide receivers that came back. Juju Smith-Schuster on the one-year deal, kind of a prove-it thing. Chase Claypool is there. Deontay Johnson. Fryermuth comes in. Uh, you, you've got opportunities. Eric Ebron's still there. And for Ben Roethlisberger, health versus you know him talking about retirement a little bit as he does every now and again and we'll also tell you when he's hurt uh we do know that uh for sure but you know how much of last year was coming off the surgery versus you had one one thousand two one thousand to get rid of the ball so it was let's figure and scheme this up so we just get the ball out and maybe yak occurs well one thing the cardinals always could count on lavar for all these years getting you some yak right he was going to move the chains for you yeah. Right. One of the the best we've get seen do it, and right now saying he's just not feeling it. Yeah. And so when you hit that point and you say, "Hey, I'm not feeling it right now," uh, has he lost the love and feeling? Is it gone? 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 
it might be gone. I mean, and he might be looking at they brought in A.J. Green and they have DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, you and know, they, they drafted. Uh... And they drafted a guy. So, uh, you know, it, it, it may be him looking at where he is in his career, physically speaking, what what King – uh, Cliff Kingsbury wants to do um, moving forward. I, I made mention of this yesterday on the show. We discussed this. Is this a is this a make or break year for Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray? And everybody, Plex, TJ, myself, I think we all agree that this is a make or break year for Kingsbury and for for Kyler Murray. They have to take a definitive step forward, or it's going to turn into is this a is this a hoax? You know, is this is this all, uh, uh, you know, kind of smoke and mirrors? And and so to me, if I'm Larry Fitzgerald and I'm taking a look at what direction they're trying to go in, a lot of what I'm looking at is how much does that include me? He's so well respected, obviously a, a, a shoe in for first ballot Hall of Famer, um, most important player to ever play for for that that franchise. I mean, you could debate uh, Pat uh, Pat Tillman and you know maybe Aeneas Williams, but I don't think it's even close. To be honest, I, I think that it's everybody else after Larry Fitzgerald, and and so when you look at the importance of who he is, I don't think that he wants to be. He's already had a diminished role as of late anyway. How much more does his role get diminished? And how much does that play on his mindset in wanting to return back for another year? Larry Fitzgerald doesn't go out there halfway prepared. Larry Fitzgerald goes out there ready to excel and, and you know, get it done. So if, if you're – I mean, first off, you got to respect the fact that the, the team is actually giving him the, the opportunity to, to kind of feel his way through it. Like, do I want to do it? Do I not want to do it? Like, what what's next for me? Um, and it's not a closed, a closed book situation as of yet. So I thought that was pretty cool because I'm like, man, like – you know, training camp is basically over and, and it, you know, preseason is basically concluding. Um, I, I just, if whatever it's going to be, it probably has to be that and it has to be that very soon. So, I, you know, I, I think that there's a respect level there. And if, if Larry just didn't want to do training camp and needed a little bit more time, uh, he's more than earned that right to be able to have that time. But it's, I, I will say this. It is high stakes in Arizona this year. No, I, I agree 100%. Yeah, yeah, for Kingsbury, no question about it. Yeah. And, and a tough road to navigate in that division, right? Make changes with, with, with the Rams. They change out quarterback. And you've got Seattle. That's always difficult. It's, it's going to be very difficult to navigate and really ascend. In the division, uh, to the point of what the roster looks like, brought in Rondale Moore, as we talk about, a guy everybody loves, uh, trying to fit him in, A.J. Green, whatever's left of A.J. Green, the answer is I don't know. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, you have the Hale Murray play, Isabella currently on the COVID-19 list, but another guy who who works down the, down the sidelines, uh, Christian Kirk, they're another deep threat, and for Larry Fitzgerald, Look, he's in the league long enough. He knows what he needs to do to get his body in shape. Like, that's never been an issue, mm-hmm. right? So I guess you give him his time because you need someone reliable to move to chains because that's something they haven't had in terms of a tight end position. So as he gets older, 
you know, that, that's kind of what Anquan Bolden, the best box out wide receiver, in my opinion, that I've ever watched in terms of creating space <laughs> to find a, a completion. And, and Fitzgerald, I think, the last couple of years is kind of trending in that direction as well, right? Not going to break one off on you, but you need to pick up a big play. He's got the radius and the the know-how to get the extra nudge to create some space and give himself an opportunity, which is invaluable to a young quarterback. I don't know how much he has left. Honestly, well, that, like that's that's the larger question, I guess. Yeah, he's played at such a high level for so long. It's it's hard to imagine that he has so much left because he's given so much. So I don't want to say he's given it his all. He has given his all, but I don't know if he's given all of it. <laughs> it I, might, I like that. He, that was really he, well done. Right, he has given it all, but I don't know that it's all gone. So fourteen hundred thirty-two career receptions last year appeared in thirteen games. Uh, first time in, since 2014 that he hadn't appeared in all 16 games. And throughout his career, you're looking at 13 games or more in every season he's played going his back to 2004. Got, I mean, his body's got to be feeling it. His body's got to be feeling it. So it's just kind of, you know, good for him for making sure one way or the other. And and he's just, you know, he's just such an impressive man. Like, I, honestly, there's some guys that you just say, you know, what an impressive example of a of a human being um, to follow, follow a mold and and just, you know, understanding some of the things. If you ever knew if you know his story and the tragedy that that he's had to overcome with his mom and, you know, just just everything that he has become and everything that he is um you know I go way back in knowing Larry Fitzgerald and and I always tell the story like proudly tell the story of our connection and 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 just what what he's meant to me super proud of what he's been able to be as a pro um but yeah man I mean Larry Fitzgerald is one of the ones that you can ultimately say has done it the right way there's not going to be a ton of press kind of condemning him or you know saying you know why isn't he being a team player or anything to that that degree it's just going to be whether he decides that he wants to do it and is in the right mindset frame of mind to do it or he's not but he certainly if there's anyone who has earned the right to make that decision it's certainly Larry Fitzgerald and a guy who learned how to deal with media based on dad's career so yeah yeah, dad's a media guy we we've talked to Larry Sr. a couple of times through the years uh, as well. A guy with a good sense of humor about his son's career and, well, Larry Larry Jr. uh, about his dad, too. Yeah, but they're just very down-to-earth, grounded people. You'll never never hear any type of of no arrogance, not an ounce of arrogance in what it is, just all graciousness, all humility. Um, You just can't say enough about their family. I mean, that that's if you had a son or you had a dad and you wanted a dad a certain way or you wanted a son to be a certain way. Larry Fitzgerald, senior and junior are are 100 percent a mold and a model that you would say, you know what? I would love to be that that person, you know, and so that's you know, he, he's done it the right way. He has no there's no shame in what he's doing right now. If he if he wants to call it quits, make sure 
you want to call it quits. Don't don't be wishy-washy about it. Make sure that's what you want to do. If you just didn't want to go through training camp and you needed to like have that time and not not, you know, put put your body through the the training camp and wait wait till you get out of there and want to go into a regular season for another year, then do it. Yeah, you know, I'm, just, I'm not one it. of the guys, you know, on radio screaming for guys to hang up their jerseys. Like, that's their decision, you know, and they, they decide when they're done or the game will decide for them uh, somewhere along the way. But for Larry Fitzgerald, the other thing is he's already got the second career is, you know, he's been doing some media work. Mm-hmm. He does the, you know, Monday night football stuff with uh, Jim Gray and Tom Brady, you know, the bits that they do, and he, he's quite good. And, you know, it's it's one of those things when guy, there's certain guys, they start talking about the game. You know, I, I count you in them, my friend. You know, Thank it's you. like I'm, I'm just going to my ears perk up and it's like, let's go teach me. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and Fitzgerald's already doing that as a player. So maybe that's the next path. But we'll find out here in short order. And certainly, look, he's let's diversified. Call, I'll well, tell you that. well, there's you, no question about go, that. If you go to hang out in in Phoenix, I ate at one of the restaurants he has equity stake in, and at Stake Forty Four. I mean, he's you know he's well, he's well diversified. So he's he's doing well. Well, it's so funny whatever we were it is talking he wants about to do. Players with team ownership. Like if we start getting into who who's into food places and whatever, that yeah. now that's a whole other fun kind of thing you know guys well that's a that's a very that's yeah (laughs) yeah those are very very difficult you know categories yeah well again well my favorite though was when uh peyton manning started buying a bunch of pizza places and i'm like you guys recognize they're about to legalize stuff in colorado right they're they're just getting ahead of the curve uh, and getting in on the ground floor and stereotypes in from terms what, of what I, you need to do. From what I hear, there's nothing like eating a slice of pizza after you've uh, visited the dispensary. So. Exactly. I just heard that. that no, I don't, I don't. I have, it's not that I know, no. but it's just that I've I've seen it in movies. Yeah. You, know, you spoke with just so such authority just yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> He's Lamar Erickson. <laughs> I'm Mike Carmen. Fox Sports Radio. Reminder: Discover matches all the cash back that you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, and it's amazing because Discover's accepted at nine. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Based on a 2021 Nielsen report, limitations do apply. Let's kick it over to Isaac Lowenkron now. Find Hello, out Ilo. the latest goings on in our wide world of sports. Hello, Mike and LeVar. And you know, often, you know, you hear something and it comes across in different ways. When I heard LeVar talking about Stake 44, it translated in my mind to him offering to take us all on a field trip to Stake 44 well, someday let's for go. a special let's go. remote broadcast. I've already That's got. No, I have no problem with that. Uh-oh. Yeah, Make no sure that, that doesn't get deleted out of the podcast. <laughs> I've already, a man of his word. What are you talking I, about? Hey, hey, I got no problem with that. I've already got my eyes on the cookie butter kiss and the triple chocolate bomb for well, the dessert menu. Look at that. He's already hitting the You got to eat the food first, bro. I mean, come on. I, I got to tell my kids that, Ilo. Not not you. <laughs> right. Eat the food first before we go to dessert. Golly. But, but the butter uh, is the butter cake is good. Though. But go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, butter cake is good. <laughs> Will make LeVar live to regret his generosity right there. <laughs> Generous. And now, now that he's finding he ordered everything off the dessert menu, it's being airlifted in. I, I already pre-ordered it. 
speaking of dessert and uh, feasting, Teddy Bridgewater, the Denver Broncos, feasted on the Seahawks in Seattle last night. Broncos won the preseason game 30-3. to Bridgewater led a couple of touchdown drives, completed 9 of 11 for 105 at a touchdown pass. The Las Vegas Raiders stopped a potential game-winning two-point conversion attempt by the Los Angeles Rams with 15 seconds to play for a 17-16 victory at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood. Elsewhere, the Houston Texans improved to 2-0 in the preseason with a 20-14 victory over the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys committed four turnovers. They conclude the preseason 0-3. Ben Roethlisberger completed 8-10 of for 137 and two touchdown passes, finished with a perfect passer rating in the Steelers' 26-20 victory over the Lions. The Tennessee Titans thrashed the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers 34-3. Of course, the Buccaneers did hold out Tom Brady and several starters, but still losing by 31. Let's get the lowdown on last night's performance from Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arians. We're to lose, we booze, baby. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I accidentally pressed the wrong button there. That was actually Frank Caliendo's impersonation of Bruce Arians. Here was the real Bruce Arians after last night's game. We always go out there to win, but I was very disappointed in the start again. Too many drop passes um, to start ball games that kills drives. I actually like the first one much better. I did, too. I was hoping that you added <laughs> yeah. it to the end. We're going to lose, we booze, baby. <laughs> I love the subtle sound of the uh, ice clinking in the tumbler uh, at the start there. That was my favorite part of that. Also last night, the Baltimore Ravens won at Carolina 20-3 as the Ravens tied an NFL record with their 19th consecutive preseason win, tying the all-time record set by Vince Lombardi's Green Bay Packers from 1959 to 1962. What the hell's going on out here? <laughs> <laughs> the legendary coach not thrilled with uh, the Ravens tying his team's record. Back to you, Mike and LeVar. And back then, I believe, literally they played six preseason games in the NFL back in the day. There was a 14-game regular season schedule, and they played six preseason games. Can you believe that? Wow. Wow. And people talk about, quote-unquote, stealing money now for your preseason Oh, tickets. man, they worked multiple jobs back then, man. No, exactly. I remember uh, my, my folks telling me that, you know, you had guys on delivery trucks or, you know, helping with the beer distributor coming in, shaking hands, kissing, you know, kissing babies and, and all that thing, you know, doing all the promotionals, some guys in the meatpacking, you know, Delivering newspapers. Yeah. Like, it was, like, it was crazy. Like, I mean, I wasn't there, but, I mean, it was crazy hearing the stories from, like, you know, guys that, that played in that era. It, yeah. It's always interesting because there just wasn't a lot of money. Like, you would think you hear professional and you start to think, ah, oh, you're immediately the, that they're paid. But that that was not the case for a very long time. And now they're cutting checks to own parts of teams. See how it how all evolves? It? Evolution, man. It's evolution, baby. He's LeVar Arrington. I'm Mike Carmen. You heard the voice of Isaac Lohenkron. You know what? It's time to go off the rails next on Fox. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good life advice in this song, kids. Poison. For those on the podcast, you don't get it, go back and look uh, at a little Belle Biv DeVoe. Yeah, man. And teach you important life lessons in this song. All right. Uh want to thank our crew this morning. We're nearing the, the uh, shift change like we're in a uh, hockey squad. Chris Perfett, at Chris Perfett on Twitter. Follow his Pride of Detroit podcast, all things Lions and the NFL, so that's all popping off for him. Bershinger is a, a Dodgers apologist, and so follow him at Ryan Bershinger. And then, of course, us. Hold on. <laughs> Not yet. One more, one more. That was good, though. He he knew where he I was ready. going. He was ready. Follow, get all the podcasts, iHeartRadio. We'll do it live. The iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you find it all, you've got the up on game podcast, the I Want Your Flex podcast, the show that I do with Jason Smith in the evenings. We've got that rolling. And of course, we have the stylings of our guy. It is. We all do double takes at curious headlines, but it takes a keen eye to make sense of them. Here's our man reporting on the theater of the absurd. Oh! 
It's Isaac Lowenkron, and this is Off the Rails. Mike and LeVar on Thursday, and about in the MMA Professional Fighters League, Kayla Harrison defeated Jenna Fabian in a first-round TKO. But Harrison actually recorded another knockout in the pre-fight Zoom press conference. It was a verbal knockout as Uh she called out a reporter for getting a little too fresh with her opponent and propagating a double standard. We're going to play you the whole exchange. Listen closely. You're going to hear the question. The question is asked of Kayla Harrison's opponent, Jenna Fabian. You're then going to hear Fabian correct the reporter for pronouncing her name wrong, and then Harrison jumps in. Listen to this. I got a question for Gina. Don't take it the wrong way, but you're a pretty woman, not just a pretty woman. You can fight pretty well good, too. In this sport of MMA, it's kind of kill or be killed, and a lot of people that fight Kayla, they kind of stand around and wait to be killed. Are you going to be the aggressor? And when you step into that ring, are you going to kind of wait around and try to pick your punches like you usually do? Or are you going to go for it all? Um, firstly, I just correct you on my name. It's Jenna, not Gina. Um, hey, I got a question for you. Go ahead. If you were interviewing a guy, would you uh, would you say to him after pronouncing his name wrong, would you say, hey, by the way, you're a really handsome guy, you know, but oh, you can fight too. Like, would you say that to a guy? Um, no, you just you just base um, you just base their the, how you talk to them based off of their skills, based she off looks. of them as a human being. Fatal. Not oh, you're a beautiful man. No, correct. No, I, was, yeah, I no. mean that's pretty disrespectful. She's a professional. Definitely, no, I agree. I was just saying. Sometimes you know, in this MMA sport, you know, they confuse some women, you know, with with being scared to be hit in a sport that's kill or be killed. That that's all I was implementing on that one, Kayla. Well, like, say something like that. I don't know. Im- implementing. She well, got him yeah. shook. She got him shook up. Oh yeah, no, it's I, no problem. disrespect. Sorry if it, it came out that way or anything, but I was just meaning as you know, sometimes people don't want to be hit in this sport. No, just take the that, L, that, man. That just take the sport. L. Nobody just take that. You've lost. Like, nobody. Wants to get hit. <laughs> just take the just L. Take, yeah, just take that. You you lost that one. Kayla Harrison, two knockouts in one week, and that's off the rails. No, that was great. Yeah, I mean we've all heard cringy questions, right? And things that are clearly trying to bait folks. But like this is just you're done. As soon as she called you, you know what? I'm sorry. You're right. Don't try to back it off. You know, and, and using the killer be killed, it's like he thought he trademarked that. Like, my man, that's been used in sports forever. So, you know, trying to get that catchphrase in a couple extra times wasn't going to win you over either. Yeah, I was just saying, I was just saying, I was just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I was trying to implement what I was just saying. So, <laughs> nah, bro, yeah, you lost that one. That was a good one, Ilo. I like that, Ilo. That was a good one. And I suppose, you know, if if there were other press... For, for example, look, Jimmy Garoppolo, and I say this not out of respect or admiration, but of envy and seething jealousy. Jimmy Garoppolo is a good-looking human being. Can we agree on that? Yeah, I'll stipulate He's a good-looking sure. dude. Yeah. And he's a White Sox fan, so he's a, oh, he's a good dude. Oh, well, well, we know where your bread is buttered. He, so, he's a, you know, Eastern Illinois guy. Right. You know, all of those things. Wouldn't exactly count on 
people prefacing any questions to Jimmy Garoppolo the way that that question was prefaced. Jimmy, there. you're, a, you're a powerful and attractive man. Are you afraid of being hit <laughs> when you're standing in the pocket? I'm sure dudes have thought to ask him that, though. They just were probably, well, not comfortable enough to present it in that moment. That's it. As much as that guy was presenting it to, to uh, Jenna. That he did. All right, at Isaac Lowenkron, where you find him on Twitter. Coming up next, the win totals are out for the NBA. Do they make any sense? We talk about it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Greetings, welcome in. Second half begins here on Fox Sports Sunday. There you go. The disco ball is down. Marching band still there. English Premier League, match after match. It's a beautiful thing. Little League World Series, sun coming up. Still wish there were more fans in the stadium, but hey. Little team from Torrance, California going out there. Beautiful things. Mike Harmon, LeVar Arrington with you. LeVar, we're just cruising along, buddy. It's been a very... uh, Smooth and uh, cathartic kind of morning. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Oh. It's a good show. Yeah. And, and, and there it is, the Iowa Sam. We got we got there. mammals coming up this hour, yeah, too. Yeah, mammals we? of the week yeah. uh, coming up at the end of the hour. And then next hour, some find your wins. We got a lot of stories uh, floating about, certainly the NFL. Front and center right now, right, as we get ready for the regular season. Uh, so good times ahead. We'll go back into some of the good, the bad, the ugly of what we've seen and what it all means, trying to put it in proper perspective, as it were. But the other thing we got the gifts of this week, LeVar, was the unveiling of the NBA schedule. And with that, we start getting into NBA win totals Mm -hmm. for this coming year. And it's funny because you and I, as we did the show, going into the playoffs, coming down the stretch of the regular season – it was just funny to listen to all talk of, all right, who's going to win? And then everything was caveated out with ifs and buts and a lot of discussion of health and if this guy and that guy and this and some combination. And I, and I felt like eventually I was just going to make one of those Dungeons and Dragons 20-sided die to make my predictions for me based on all of those different permutations. Hmm. Uh, but as we go forward into next season, we've got more of the same. Why? Because atop your wins board... Right now, the Brooklyn Nets are favored to win the title, but also 54.5 is their win total for the year. The Bucks at 53.5. Then you got the Lakers, Sixers, Utah Jazz at 51.5. Sixers, you don't even know what their roster necessarily looks like. Is Ben Simmons there? Is he get dealt? I don't know. Uh, Phoenix at 50.5. So there, there's your, your slate. We go back to 82 games. But it's just funny to see atop the board. It's like, yep, we put the Nets there. We have no idea if, when these guys will play more than seven games together. But we have them at fifty-four and a half wins. It's not a bad. It's not a bad prediction, though. That's the thing about it is because you have three of the most prolific scores in all of the NBA, and the one that you would think would be the facilitator isn't, and the one that you would think would be the ball-heavy one is the facilitator. And and so if you got lost on that, that was good you, would, you would think that Kyrie Irving would be the point guard facilitating, and you would think that James Harden would be the ball-heavy um, gunner, so to speak. But 
Harden turned out to be the facilitator. And and it played a very, very important part in the development of chemistry and, and well, their ability to, to be able to create space on the floor. Now, they did not play a lot together, but I think we would all all agree that if they are, all things given, a healthy group coming into next season, it's going to be very difficult for people to beat them um, on a consistent basis. They won't lose on a consistent basis. And in fact, they're probably the best the best team in the NBA. And and then now if you want to debate going, you know, down from there, who who do you have as as the next in line? I think it's all debatable. Um but I they can score. No, you just know, the beauty of that's going the biggest through it thing. They can paper, all score. Right? Cuz even in making your explanation, we immediately have to go to the ifs. But regular season being what it is. But that's you know, for there everybody are though. Bad teams mixed therein. Well, but you no know, it's like we do with the, the NFL though. Like I don't presume injuries unless there's a pretty decent history of guys missing significant time. And with the Nets, we have that. Right. Yeah, but but still, it, it's still a new season, so you can't you can't take the old like like there like when Tom Brady came off of his knee injury, if he could stay healthy from that moment on, right? It's like if we look at Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay, or heck, if we go to to the the Clippers or to the Lakers, if Kawhi Leonard can get back healthy, will he come play this season? Can LeBron James, if LeBron James stays healthy and motivated, you know, who knows what happens? There's wait, wait everybody. a minute. You just said motivated. He's already talking about, you know, because he wasn't voted right. the best player. I that said, I said, stay. King. I said, stay. <laughs> and you're right. He did put it out there. He, he which is not, a whole other topic to get into of the sad state of, uh, of making time to. I like appreciate this. that. I appreciate that about LeBron. LeBron will make time for you. Uh, he certainly will address you. So I think uh, he needs a hug. I don't know. I just think that LeBron is is just he's one of them dudes. He's driven by certain things, and I think he doesn't like for people to diss him. Sometimes I think sometimes he just, you know, none of us like. Uh, well, to be he's, he's he's doing the Jordan thing. He's just doing it on social media. And I took that personally. That's that's all this is. Yeah, I want to be right. like Mike. I think he thinks he's better than Mike. Well, and that's his prerogative. <laughs> You're right. You like that, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Because I, I, I mean, I'll leave it there. But no, I can't you don't say have I don't, to. Go I, ahead. I can't say I don't support what you're saying. But but all, all I will say is. You just like is, the, the matter of fact. Yeah, way yeah. Of, you left it alone after you did no, it. No, I mean, that's uh, it. You just, that's a drop the mic. You know, if I could get it unfurled from this duct tape hell that's going on <laughs> nah, here you, in the yeah, studio. You can't drop that mic anymore. <laughs> nope, I can't. You're going to have to go get you a, a saw, one of them little, you know, cut the <laughs> little cast saws, off saws. Little kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to cut that tape off. Uh, it just kept coming off. I had to go ahead and just just hammer it down. No, you know, it's a good neon neon yellow though. It is, for, it for is, folks. But but it's, it's allowing me to communicate and broadcast across Boom. this great nation. Uh, we are we are grateful uh, for your time and consideration of our endeavors this morning as we traverse the sporting universe, sounding oh so pretty 
uh, from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We appreciate our team making it sound so good as we're here and, and obviously excited about what is to come here in the next couple of weeks with the National Football League. But we get these little gems that that plop in and, and get us into those discussions, right, of trying to figure out because it's the great, and I think there's a couple of promos talking about it, like when do you declare someone injury prone, right, in, in terms of, you know, how often does it have to happen uh, and things of that nature. Because remember, Matthew Stafford had that tag early in his career, right? And mm-hmm. then that went away. So it's gone. So it's like I, I need a guy to build up. I guess it's building well, equity it's not, back it's up not, a bit. It's never gone. You just – it's just – it's like it's – like, recovering from something yeah i mean because for him he had a couple of fluky things that happened early on and he's been durable since but once you get that that label it's still there like if he were to do anything that led to him having any type of missed time or being on the sideline it's going to come back up oh sure it's going to come back. Well, so especially that's the thing. once I mean, you get labeled, it is you got to own it. Yeah, and in his case, I mean, you know, the poison pens are there, right? Because mm-hmm. there's they certainly are. a lot of detractors for as much as his contemporaries, you know, guys like Aaron Rodgers and others that speak so glowingly of him. That you know, there if it if it doesn't work here with the Los Angeles Rams, then the Boo Birds will come out in, in full in grand fashion going, we had a guy that got us to the Super Bowl and we moved him for, and, and it gets down a, a deep, dark path. Uh, but it's fun in the speculation game, looking at, you know, Super Bowl favorites and NBA favorites and just trying to read the crystal ball. I did that yesterday with our, our group that showed up for our fantasy event. LeVar, you, you would have loved some of the questions coming out. And, and then you got Ornberg and I, I started doing offensive line rankings. Mm. on the fly as we were talking about differences between players and it's like look back at the crowd it's like you didn't expect to get that tonight did you mm. and the couple started laughing i go look if you got me ranking kickers uh we can rank o-lines we can do linebacker units whatever you guys want to do we'll go as deep as you want to go but mm. but but it's the fun part of the prognostication of all right let's look at a schedule and not to do the uh time old and time-honored tradition of, all right, here's my favorite team on local radio. Here we are. Let's pick games 1 through 17. Let's go. All right, week one, they play here. Loss. Uh, we do, <laughs> And you can get a full hour out of that, and then you take calls, and you're done for the day. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Uh, not we, we just acknowledge it here, smile, and we move on. I can dig it. But as we get through the end of the, the second week of – the actual exhibition season, as it were, we got a couple more games later on today. You know, how much stock do you you put into some of what you see? Right, like hour one, we talked a little bit about the Bears, Justin Fields, Andy Dalton, and breaking it down on the other side, Buffalo pummeling them, and we saw some high point totals uh, from teams this week, a little bit more, but. How much do you take away from it versus, all right, it's in the memory bank, but not ascribing like larger meaning to it? Where's that balance? Let me put it in perspective for you. The Super Bowl champs got throttled. So does that mean that they're not as good as they were when they won the Super Bowl? Does that mean that they're not going to be able to possibly dominate the NFC? Like, you know what I mean? I don't. I I can recall when I was with Coach Spurrier, his first year, we went undefeated. We went undefeated in the preseason, and I don't think we we won five games that year. Maybe five games. 
Sometimes somebody's got to block somebody. Yep. That, that is true. That old that coach. Is, old that bowl is, coach. He had old, a lot, lot of great old bowl coach. coach there. Yeah. So, so the thing about it is I don't think you can ever look at preseason and say it's indicative of what the season is going to be. You can have a team that's so good, they go out there and they win in the preseason and they win in the regular season. That's what they're doing. They're just winning at a rapid clip. You can have a team that goes into the preseason, doesn't win in the preseason, but wins in the regular season. You have a team that doesn't do very well in the preseason, doesn't do very well in the regular season, but makes it to the playoffs and gets hot at the right time and wins the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like it's just, That's just the beauty of it all. It's like really, honestly speaking, the teams that are good, you know, are the teams that are going to be pretty good. And and the idea of it is, is will those teams peak like we saw the, the Steelers peak too early last year? You know, well, and then you, they you lost a teams. number of players to injuries. To injuries, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah got but ugly however, whatever, they, they peaked. They hit their peak of the season, and it didn't end well for them. So it's just you can have teams. You know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers didn't start off like super, super world beaters. right? No, and they, not until November. In fact, in fact, there was a lot of conversation about where the, was how much discord was internal, and is Bruce Arians able to coach Tom Brady? Do they have a good relationship? Well, you know, Lavar, I, I I think it really was Aaron Rodgers leaking that to all his media sources, like all the garbage that he filtered this summer. Hmm. All right, well, I, I say that facetiously. Yeah, but no, but no, it's no, it's I, that I kind of thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I just know this. I just know you cannot take too much. If a if a guy plays poorly, if a guy plays exceptionally, you know, sometimes it's it's you can take performances at face value, but in some some cases you you just don't you just don't take them at 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 anything else other than they're getting themselves ready and prepared for the season that's ahead and that's really kind of all it comes down to. Yeah, because I know the uh, the big story coming out, you know, in terms of teams uh, potentially on the come, right? We've talked about it. Uh, they've unveiled new uniforms, and you and I were just fixated by the zipper on Joe Burrow's knee. But they draft Jamar Chase, three targets, three drops. And so the questions and concerns, and you see the name uh, Panay Sewell start popping into reports as they talk about well, coulda, shoulda, would'ves, and all that after an exhibition. They should have gotten the best line. Well, in the draft. It, you and I, and yes, going back to the mock have. draft, and and I got it right because I'm like, all right, the Bengals are going to bangle, and they're going to do what they shouldn't. I had them taking Sewell in my mind because well, that was the logical, right? Because that was, that logical, was the right. Right. That was the right decision. Right, and I I put Chase because I'm like they're going to make the wrong decision, <laughs> and sure enough, they did. Not that he's not potentially a great yeah, playmaker, no, but at I least for that, the moment, it's right? Like, eh. you, it's not about downplaying or degrading his who he is as a player. It's just that the better the better fit for the situation is to be able to build your lineup so that you can protect Joe Burrow. And we saw and, the number of hits, right? And yeah. and you got to look. It always comes back to is if I got a chance to get a guy who's an eight to ten year guy, things breaking right, obviously. But based on potential size, everything that they do that could help my offensive or defensive line, it's a no-brainer, at least where I sit. I mean, I I don't have to placate the fans in the media with the sexy pick of the skill position guy, not to denigrate the skills of a lineman, but 
using the vernacular of football as we do, that it's like if I got I've already got my quarterback. My job is now to make sure I extend his career as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I, I just uh, the way I look at it, Mike, is is when you're looking at one versus the other, they can be vastly, vastly different. Mm-hmm. Like you could be thinking that this team is going to be some trash, and they end up being goons. You know, so it's you take preseason as as this. It's it's the the two or three job openings that are available, and and somebody's going to win those jobs. There's going to be the heartbreak and heartaches of guys that get let go because there's going to be more guys that get let go than make the team, and they're preparing for the regular season. Like that's kind of really the face value of it for me. There you have it. Yeah. A man who walked those lines. He is LeVar Arrington at King of the Mammals never on Instagram. Them. Hey, now. Yeah, I never no, sniffed him. No, that way. I mean, I walked in between and across the white lines, but, you know, never, never. never no, I get it. In, you you okay, walk right. the line. I walked the line. Yeah, okay, well, never never got really is, into Is that that offensive sniffing, line you know? coach audio coming back again <laughs> from the Dolphins? <laughs> there you have it. Uh, you, you never know what we're going to weave together here at Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Sunday, Mike Harmon, LeVar Arrington, hey. and you. Uh, and we appreciate each and every one of you out there. Uh, as we continue, we've got the Alliance. Yeah, you've got to try to fight the big, bad SEC. But how soon does this come into fruition and... Does it make sense? And how do you schedule it all? We'll talk about it next year on Fox. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps. 
in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Exactly. Yeah, That's what we too. call a callback here in the old radio business. Mike Harmon, LeVar Arrington with you here on Fox Sports Sunday. Having a blast. If you missed the reference and why Johnny Cash is singing to me, when you listen to the podcast, walk the line You know of the film name. Go back and watch some Joaquin Phoenix and, and get after it. Joaquin. But, but yes, uh, you, you can hit it on the podcast and really catch up on that story. It was a good one-liner. And sure. one that we just kind of smiled, we winked at you, and we moved forward. At King of the Mambles on Instagram, find me over at Swollen Dome. We got Iowa Sam behind the wheels of steel, as our buddy Chris Plank loves to call it. Uh, Ryan Bershinger and Isaac Lowenkron rounding out our team here, uh, the second half of the show. And and we've got a lot of change afoot in college football, college sports altogether. LeVar, when we get down to these would-be alliances and the battle lines being drawn. I, I've joked that it's Marvel versus DC and insert your you know, favorite fan universes against one each other or one another. But we've got the Greg Sankey and the SEC getting bigger and, you know, picking up Texas and Oklahoma. And then you've got all the other conferences trying to figure out, all right, how do we make sense of this? And from some reports that are out there uh, that, you know, it's not a revenue play. It's like, Okay, that's a lie. Uh, and it's all about money. <laughs> like, let's, I like, mean, what what did they say it was about? If it wasn't well, about that, that, that it what becomes was that a, report about? Well, the the report is, you know, it's not about revenue initially. It's like no revenue oh, is always initially. yeah, but revenue is if you we have three whiteboards in the room, two of them are filled with things of how we're making money off this. Okay, mm-hmm. you know that, I know that from anybody that runs a business or has any insight to how the place that you work is operating, you know that the revenue component is everything. Okay? And but the bigger thing is from a political structure and this one I agree with and I, and I found it interesting where you got the NCAA kind of in no man's land as they try to wrap their arms of well how much power do we really have anymore? And that's a great that they're going to get decentralized. It's going to happen. Right? But and then they you, probably want to be. But that's just it, right? So you have Sankey and the SEC over here, but then you look at the ACC, the Big Ten, and the Pac-12. What do you got? Guys that have been on the job very short amount of times, right? Mm-hmm. So the the equity, while they're known in that circle, the equity isn't there, 
right? They're not long in, you know, in the game at those respective conferences as the head guy. Yeah. So, like, when you're going to battle through, look, Greg Zanke's the most powerful guy in college sports right now. Like, that, there's, I don't think there's any denying that uh, based on what the SEC has become. But now it's a how quickly can you get the recruitment done to whatever that final version is and how do you make it the best, most attractive package to try to to make it a a powerhouse against that said SEC juggernaut. Yeah, the SEC teams get into the playoff every year. So so a lot of a lot of conferences are getting boxed out and they're missing out on here we go. Here we go, people. Say it. The revenue. <laughs> but that's just it, right? It, like all the other sports, yes, they, there, there's places for them. And there's, you know, if we took a giant pie, what, what's taking up most of the wedges? Besides it's not me about the revenue. It. It's, it's not about the revenue. It's about the revenue. I like that. You go deeper and deeper, way, way. Yeah, deeper. man. Because here's the thing: you're you're only going through, you're only going down the rabbit hole of forming an alliance with other companies. Because make no mistake about it, every every conference is competing against one another. Yeah. Right. For television revenue, for and that's that. Well, that's the one. Seats, recruits, and that that is the everything one. else. That is the one. It's TV and everything else. Why do you want to recruit the TV? Why do you want to build the the bigger facilities and the better facilities to get the recruits? Why do you get it to get the recruits? To get the TV revenue. So to me, by creating an alliance, uh, you would have to assume they're putting themselves in a position where there can be larger, sterner, firmer conversations that take place as to how things are done how things are valued, measured, and weighed. Could you imagine Could you imagine if the TVs didn't decide to play the way that the ACC and the Big Ten um, and the Big 12 wanted to play in the sandbox, that they would just say we're going to do our own league? We're not even going to play. The, if you're so enamored and enthralled and, and obsessed with the SEC that you're going to continue to overlook us and minimize us and make us not matter, do you know how many schools that are fringe schools would come running to the Big 12, to the ACC? Now, it wouldn't be so easy to get into the Big 10, but could you imagine those 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 schools that could get to that next tier of being an elite school and you say, you know, the NCAA, you're not doing anything. Uh, television, all you guys, you know what? Either you want to get down with us or you want to get down with the SEC. And let's see how that works. Let's see how that works if the SEC only has SEC teams to play against and other schools that they can play that are lower level schools to get, you know, get their games in. But we're not we're not we're not playing that game. If you're not going to respect the the other teams and these other these other uh, conferences, then we're going to form our own alliances. We're going to organize. We're going to execute and we're going to force people to have to make decisions about how they're going to go about doing things. Now, I don't know that to be true, but just in theory, it makes sense to me because the SEC is always going to be able to monopolize on the most valuable resource to all of this, which is the kids. 
they're going to always be able to do that. And then you're only going to have one or two or three schools like a, like a Clemson, you know, like a, a Michigan or maybe a Notre Dame. You're only going to have a handful of schools that are really able to contend and compete with, but they're not competing with them on the money. You're not competing with Alabama with the money. It's not you're not doing it. They're generating money fist over hand. So in in making an alliance like this, you would have to assume you're 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 reaching for the opportunity. You're trying to force your way into creating more parity in what's going on, more balance. Or you're just positioning yourselves to break away and do your own thing. Well, it's funny because you you brought up Notre Dame, and they're the interesting part in this, right, with what their normal schedule looks like. And and from one of the ESPN reports that was trying to break this down a little bit, they they bring up the idea of, you know, with your alliance, you can at least attempt to squeeze on them by saying, hey, members of your alliance, you're either in or you're out, right? Notre Dame enjoys – all the benefits of being in a conference for everything but football because they want to keep their money independent, which that's fine, uh, until maybe it's not in terms of trying to make sure you're viable for a playoff run because what if those three conferences join up, make this alliance, and basically say, okay, you don't have access to the big heavyweights like you normally have two or three Big Ten teams on your schedule. You normally have USC. They're out. Mm-hmm. Good luck. You've got the the academies and try to fill out the rest of your schedule to be competitive enough to where you can make an argument that you belong in a playoff chase. I think that's where it gets interesting, too, that, you know, beyond that. It, it, and again, it gets back to revenue and sharing of revenue and television contracts that we've always seen Notre Dame enjoy. Right. They're going to do like the Olympics where their first game is going to be available only on a stream. Yeah. And you're going to have to go and hustle, and they're hoping to get subscriptions. And but everything that's else. but but you got to think about this now. You're touching on something. The evolution of how people consume things, it, it's I mean it is moving quickly. That's right. You know it 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 blows my mind. Like this is a blower. It really is because growing up, you get to a certain place where it's like maybe the the 90s the mid 90s the size of your tv truly mattered like in the 80s it didn't really matter you know what i mean like it was you know it was more about if it was in color like good oh, we're yeah. coming into color sure. right but it wasn't really about the size it, it it was like the presentation of it like you could make the tv look like it was sitting in a countertop like it was designer it looked that that showed your you know if you had like some money right and then you get into like the 90s and it's like man like i want a bigger tv like a big 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 tv i wanted to look more movie like and so they started building those gigantic entertainment systems right and then now you get to to the late the you know the the 2000s and all that and now it's the plasmas and and you want to go as big as you can with the plasmas but it's old people it's old people that want the big plasmas and want all that. You know what these kids are walking around doing? They would rather look at their tiny ass phone and consume movies and consume their content from their phones 
more than anything else. And here's what's crazy. Those are now turning into adults that have children. So now you got to if I'm if I am thinking about where the next the next splash, the next tidal wave of here it comes here it comes <clears throat> hit it of revenue. <laughs> we need some dramatic hey, music hey, that goes with that. <laughs> like you're on a game show. It's hey, revenue with LeVar Harrington. Of revenue. Yeah, that we uh, got to figure out what that game show would look like. I, I want to uh, make that happen. You know what that game show is? We are going to take our our services and our talents to the digital streams. Amazon, what's up? What you got? We'll bring the Big Ten, the ACC, the Big 12 to y'all. And you know what? We'll do our playoffs with y'all. We'll do our national championship with y'all. We'll create our own uh, shows around y'all. We'll do our own rankings with y'all. What's up? How much you going to pay? Think about it now. And we can and, go, to, and, we can go get an yeah. update, but think yeah. about that now. Like but that's this it. is it's the wild, wild west out here in the digital space, and the money is going into the digital spaces. And now you will put you will put the big time brands that are hanging in there in terrestrial and being able to lean on the greatest reality TV show ever created, which is football. They're leaning on that. And they're going to have to really, really take a very, very deep look as to what is the future of what's going on as it applies to the revenue that was being generated in these deals that are being done with these major companies to have the access to to utilizing the rights of the games that are being played the and the next, events that go with them. Yeah, the next uh, playground and battleground for your dollars, your eyes, and clicks is is coming here. And certainly now you have to figure out how do you best display it on phones and iPads. It's a different viewing and experience, or do you just make that the second screen experience? It's all it's all a fun process and and I love that we're here to chop it up every week and watch how this grows and and seeing how we we can create our own revenue. Revenue. LeVar Arrington, I'm Mike Harmon. It's not about it. It's not about Mike Harmon. It's not about LeVar Arrington, King of the Mammals and Swollen Dome. It's about revenue. I think that we're changing the name of the show. That too. (laughs) Thank you, Tom Cruise. Show it on At King of the Mammals on Instagram. Go subscribe to Up On Game, the podcast. You got LeVar, TJ Huchmanzada, and Plaxico Burris. Two hours of of greatness every Saturday here, 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time on Fox Sports Radio. You can get the podcast, yeah. Apple Podcasts, Google Play. I mean, Iowa Sam's in the in the chair as he is during the show. He's uh, on with fire on, right now. Yeah. What's up, Sam? He's got a yeah, lot of coffee up, going through his veins, I think. Bershaw is just laughing. Hi, Sam. How you doing, Iowa Sam? How was Field of Dreams, Iowa oh, Sam? Tremendous. Just perfect. Yeah. But yeah, I'm much better today. A little tired because I was finishing up my road trip, you know, on uh, Friday. So much more energized today. Okay. Now, do me a favor. On that board, there's a button that'll play a violin. And then try <laughs> to sell me that again. Sell it. <laughs> sell it. As, as someone who uh, did an event yesterday down in San Diego, hung out at said event, Drove back to the Sherman Oaks studios this morning. Come on, Mike. We all have the right to be tired. We all have the right to be tired. No, we don't. We just don't complain about it on air. (laughs)
All right. I'm just saying my <laughs> I mental just, state today I, I mean, is I could have just said touche. Touche, yeah. yeah. Well, but you know, you're energized by being here, Sam. I am. And I I'm mean, much more energized today. A lot of, of positivity here. Day later. There you have yep. it. There you and have more him. caffeine. Iowa Sam back from his trip. Uh, his travel log will be available, I think, at some point here uh, in the near future uh, for all to peruse. Uh, at Cake of the Mammals, where you find LeVar on Instagram. Find me over at Swollen Dome. But now it's time to kick it over to our guy, Isaac Lohenkron. Find out what's trending. Mike and LeVar, a short time ago, Tom Pelissero of NFL Media reported that Cincinnati Bengals rookie defensive end Joseph Osai is slated to have knee surgery this week for a meniscus injury that is feared to be season-ending. Osai, who was the Bengals' third-round pick out of Texas, sacked Tom Brady and had five quarterback Don. pressures Yeah, week one of the preseason against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. On the field last night, the Denver Broncos winning at Seattle 30-3. Broncos quarterback Teddy Bridgewater led two touchdown drives completed 9 of 11 for 105. The Las Vegas Raiders held off a potential game-winning two-point conversion attempt by the Los Angeles Rams with 15 seconds to go and left SoFi Stadium in Inglewood with a 17-16 victory. The Houston Texans improved to 2-0 in the preseason with a 20-14 victory over the Cowboys at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Dallas turned the ball over four times. They concluded the preseason at 0-3. Remember, they all earlier played in the Hall of Fame game, losing to Pittsburgh. Speaking of Pittsburgh, the Steelers with a 26-20 victory over the Lions. Ben Roethlisberger, 8 of 10 for 137, two touchdown passes, finishing with a perfect passer rating. Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost to Tennessee at home 34-3, but they held out Tom Brady as well as several other starters. The Baltimore Ravens winning at Carolina 20-3 as the Ravens tie an NFL record with their 19th consecutive preseason win, sharing it with Lombardi's Packers, who won. 19 straight in the preseason from 1959 to 1962. Today's preseason action kicks off an hour and 19 minutes from now as the Cleveland Browns host the New York Giants. Back to Mike and LeVar. Tired? You want to talk about tired? I'm just saying. I mean, he's got a couple little kids he's chasing around. Thank you very much. I'm tired. (laughs) We we, we talk about practice? We turned our backs. Not a game. we talk about Ilo and practice. practice. I actually like Lavar's better than the original. Practice. Yeah. Look, you guys Riff, know. I love it. You guys know how it is. We turn our backs literally for two minutes, and it was as if there was a bookstore explosion in the living room. There had to be a hundred books. Sunday show. Hold on, Sunday show, Ilo. What are you talking? We've already gone out the rails. Get your mind. We've already gone out the rails, Ilo. Come on, family show, Ilo. Get your mind out of the gutter. Because when it all comes down to it, keep going, Ilo. When it all comes down to it, the bottom line is it's all about. Revenue. Well, it's a lot of <laughs> revenue for the book companies for all the books you bought uh, or for whoever purchased them. That were exploding in your room, Ilo. Exactly. I said the living room. <laughs> Holy cow. You know, some of those are collector's items. And Isaac Lowenkron is where you find him oh, hang on. on Twitter. Our producer has one last word. Iceberg, run ahead. <laughs>
All right, back to you. <laughs> there you go. Now there's a callback for you. Hey, coming up next, we celebrate the greatness of the oh, week man. that was with our Mammals of the Week. But first, yeah. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. And it's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Based on a 2021 Nielsen report, limitations do apply. Mammals of the Week, the metal stand is ready now. Next on Fox. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. This is Colin Coward from the Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over one hundred and fifty million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I always wanted to just buy a giant drum so I could do that bit. That's it. And then I could flip the drumsticks away and move it away. It is Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Harmon. LeVar Arrington with you. There's a reason why I played that that song in particular, though. Oh, that's right. 
Why? Because, well, it's time to go pick out our heroes. We were enthralled with many performances this week. But who made the list? It takes an apex predator to properly assess situations and spot potential greatness. They're taking you on a safari. No matter how big or small, LeVar Arrington puts the spotlight on them all. These are his Mammals of the Week. That's why we came. Yeah. Yeah. You're Danis Ugas. If you didn't know the name, now you do. He defeated Manny Pacquiao by unanimous decision. Yeah. He retained his WEAE. WBA Super Welterweight Championship. Now, here's the thing about this fight. This was, if you recall, supposed to be the mega matchup between Pacquiao and Errol Spence Jr. This was supposed to be a big one, Mike. Super big. And Earl Spence had to drop out because of injury. Now, here's where the wrench gets thrown into everything that takes place. My man, play it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your Dean, as he uh, came in that joint, and what they didn't expect was for him to win. <laughs> it really throws a, a bit of a wrench into everything now, doesn't it? Yeah, plus 310 underdog. But now that he won, right? Well, of course, who does he want to fight now? If I took one of them out, um, I want my payday. I'm going after Mr. Spence. And Mr. Mr. Ugas. Ugas. Uga, Uga, Uga. You are <laughs> all mammal, sir. You are a mammal of the week. Now, well, yeah, Pacquiao still saying he wants to fight Mayweather again. So we got that well, going. He's got to want to fight somebody because it's kind of winding down for him. 77 fights. I thought At you was going to say 77 years old. Uh, let's move on <laughs> to the next guy. We got, uh, we got, this guy is a lady, in fact, and we're going to go to the hardwood. This is a name we all know and love and have seen for many, many years. Diana Tarazi. Yeah, you know what she did, Mike? She recorded her two. 1,000 assists on Saturday. Nice. 2,000 assists. You go, girlfriend. The only player in WNBA history with at least 9,000 points and 2,000 assists. That's called balling. No other. Now, think about this. No other player in league history even has 8,000 points and 2,000 assists. So, she's in a class in a league of her own. Shouts out to you, Diana Tarazi. You are a mammal of the week. And last but not least, certainly not least, you know what? We don't always stay in the pros. We spread the mammal love around. In fact, mammals was born with young bucks and youngsters. That's where it all came about. Like, you are all mammals, son. And you know what? Eli Jones, if you're out there listening, I hope you take a bow. Because Eli Jones of Eastlake Little League in Washington, well, He's the first player to throw a no-hitter in the Little League World Series. How about that? Series, it's been, it's been going since 2015. He struck out five. He walked two over six hitless endings, and he recorded a no-hitter. Shots out to you, Eli Jones. Eli Jones, you are all mammals, sir. Take a bow. Now that is a big list. Yeah, man, we brought it. Came correct. Yeah, no question about it. Whenever we can uh, get eclectic, 
right? Doesn't always have to be from the the NBA or NFL. We find heroes all around in our great sporting world and to all the kids getting back out there. Uh, shouts to you and the coaches that are doing things right and, and taking care of their people. Again, alluding to a conversation we had earlier in the show. Uh, do right by the kids. Put them on the right path. Mm-hmm. At King of the Mammals on Instagram. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, we finally got something from Jerry Jones that isn't funny. Or is it? We'll talk about it next here on Fox. (laughs) Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hello, America. Hour four of the program. Mike Harmon. LeVar Arrington with you here, Fox Sports Sunday, having a blast. We've covered a lot of the, well, the stomping grounds of this time of year. What does that mean? Exhibition football, a little bit of Little League World Series, all the pep talks to all you trying to get your kids back into activities as the school year begins. You know, the stuff that they had pre-pandemic and trying to get them back and integrated with their friends and those kind of schedules. Because let's face it, it's easy to sit in a room and look at a screen, right? We were just talking about that in terms of revenue. Right. See, it's all tying together. It's a rich tapestry that we weave here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can find LeVar on Instagram, at King of the Mammals, uh, for some inspirational stuff at the grill, in the kitchen. Did you see what I made yesterday? What would you make yesterday? Fish and chips, beer batter. Oh, look at you. I messed up the first two, okay. but I pulled I pulled it together. Ooh, and I finished out strong. Nicely done. Did you make your own tartar sauce? I did not make. Tar- I didn't even use any tartar sauce. I just wanted to enjoy. I was eating it just right there. No dipping. No nothing. Just, no, I dig that. It was really good. Uh, yeah. There you it go. Was, it was really good. I, f- I figured between you, me, and Ornberger, we could we could come up with some kind of. Uh, cooking show demonstrations or gluttony uh, somewhere. Here's what I would be afraid of. What's that? Is I'm like, I'm like a real unorthodox approach style to cooking. You say that like it's a bad thing. It, it's not a bad thing. I just don't know <laughs> if it would translate on television or on like a show. I'm just not sure. And I would be almost nervous to, to, to do it because people would judge me. You know what I mean? I don't know. You mean like the guys that send us mean Twitter <laughs> messages? No, no, I'm not worried about them. I, I'm not really worried about them. I, I don't know. I don't know. Because, look, in the end, as as you preach and as you've probably heard a million times in your life, if it goes badly, there's always pizza. True. I mean, there is. True. You know, I, and the other adage is, that, you know, there's a couple of things in the world that are never bad. And I'll just leave it at this. One of them is often said to be pizza. And I can say 100%. That's not true. Likewise, the other thing that they usually categorize their Sunday morning thoughts, uh, but go down that line of reasoning, uh, that can go bad too. So let's let's just leave that where it is. Uh, with that said, <laughs> Jerry Jones in the news once again. And for once, we're not taking some random quote. It's not a, a story of when his dad had a a place for animals, uh, you know, where it's come in and uh, pet my monkeys and all that stuff. No, we're, we're not talking about funny Jerry Jones. No, right now it's optimistic Jerry Jones, excited Jerry Jones, because he said, quote, 
he, Dak, threw with authority and accuracy before the game. That was telling uh, 105.3 The Fan, if we were lining up against Tampa tonight, he'd be starting, and we'd feel great about it. Hmm. Well, that's a nice, uh, very fast Well, if we uh, were playing Tampa Bay tonight. But we're not. You know what? Dak be in that game, and he'd be ready to go. Handle his business for them boys. The the silver and blue. Do you uh do you buy the Dallas that? Cowboys? Yeah. Uh the Dallas Cowboys. Uh we we really do believe that we are uh a Super Bowl of a Super Bowl caliber team this year. Um I think that Dak Prescott is a fine man and I think he'll be ready to play for our team this year. I'm still nervous about Dak. <laughs> we talked about it a lot last night at this event. I uh, just tweeted out that you don't have to worry about the setback of one. Oh, that's right. Guy. I, I figure we had to get to that. Was that not the best tweet <laughs> ever? That hey, was, hey nothing to you, see here. <laughs> that was that was Jerry Jones. I'm telling you, somebody to hit him up. He's got the handles. He's got access. He went on there. Why? He, he was probably talking to a fan at the bar. Or or doing, you know, just having some communication, and he tweeted what he was talking about. <laughs> Pretty that crazy stuff. That, that was Jerry. But the, but this report, right? This talking to 105.3, the fan. No, I like, you know, allegedly. That, <laughs> Alleged, that's that's allegedly, Joey Sand Radio. That's, yeah. Just say allegedly. Just making sure. Exactly. Yeah. And just remember, uh, we, we don't have a sarcasm font, but you can get the sarcasm tone for free here when LeVar and I get together here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, but what do you, what do you think uh, of what Jerry's saying here? Do you buy it? Because I'm still nervous about the availability I, of I, Jack when it comes down to it. I'm a tad bit skeptical, but I do buy it. I am a tad bit skeptical. I will admit that, but I do buy it. Yeah, because the hard part when you look at the Cowboys, and, and obviously, huge event. We had a great time with one of our affiliates. If we want to do this somewhere else and you want to pitch your local affiliate, please do, because uh, I'll, I'll you know, have, have money, have opportunity, have time. We'll travel. Uh, we had a great event where we debated our, our top lists and then, you know, rankings and then fought a bunch. But the Dallas Cowboys became a big part of the night because – of what the potential of that offense is. And then we yeah. talked about the team as a whole. Obviously, Micah Parsons now there, Dan Quinn in. So defensively, they'll be better. How much better? I don't know. But going from where they were to even the teens in terms of total defense would be a monumental win. But it would also change how you ha- you can run your offense, right? We mm-hmm. can get back to Zeke instead of having to be more pass happy. And, but all of it's going to be predicated in is Dak Prescott going to be able to move where he's most effective to deliver strikes to CD lamb and Amari Cooper. And until I see him rolling out of the pocket on that ankle, color me a skeptic. I I just have to be. I I mean, that goes back to our conversations of the IF, right? Like if Dak Prescott is, is able to move beyond his 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 surgically repaired ankle if he isn't as injured with his shoulder as some people may speculate if it if it's not serious if it yeah. is not serious so again everyone is living in the world of ifs until 
until reality strikes and you know exactly what's going to take place. As of today, I take what Jerry Jones is saying and I think it's believable. Do I think that that Dak Prescott will come back and and be able to uh, play well and at a high level? I I am kind of confident that he will come back and be effective as a player. I I think he's a fine football player. I think he's very, very self-driven and self-aware of the things he needs to do. I don't think the question really is the biggest question is on Dak Prescott outside of if he's going to be healthy. I think the bigger question is, is what will this offensive line be to to this team? What will Ezekiel Elliott, as you mentioned, bring to the table, which will take a ton of pressure off of Dak Prescott and it will create ball control and balance, which leads to the third one, which is what will this defense do this year? You mentioned my guy Micah Parsons being a part of this team. Dan Quinn is the biggest factor so far that you can name saying that this is the reason why this defense will be a different defense this year. So while people will sit there and say, are you talking about the team that's gone winless in the preseason? I would say yes, because you cannot, as we also mentioned, go to the podcast and check it out. Uh, we also mentioned earlier in the show that you really cannot draw definitive conclusions on what a team is going to be based off of what their results are in the preseason. There's not a real gauge or barometer in terms of the things and the information that you can take from these games that would lend to you being able to confidently and boldly make predictions on what a team is going to be based off of their results. Yeah, we look at, you mentioned the offensive line, and as we've talked about, and, you know, even when we start getting into our breakdowns and predictions, you know, for games, once we shift to that mode in a couple of weeks when, you know, we kick things off for quote-unquote real, is you're going to hear a lot about offensive and defensive line play. You're going to hear a lot about linebackers. We'll try to get you a little deeper into the game with inside the game. And for the Cowboys and their offensive line, there's they ranked as a bottom five, bottom ten, depending on which site slash analyst rankings you, you, you bought. And just the eye test said it, but a lot of it was injuries. So – can you cobble together the five guys? Because you got Zach Martin, who's a beast. But beyond that, guys coming back off injuries, right? Is Lyle Collins going to be right? Is Tyron Smith going to be right? If they are, and they're 80% of what they were to say, at the best. Yeah. No, they can't just be right at this point. They have to be right, and they have to be able to play somewhere close to what they, to what they, they were. Yeah, to what they were. Yeah, I don't think we expect ago. them to be what they were but they shouldn't be too far off from it. Yeah, so if, we're, so if we're back to that, and remember when Travis Frederick had to retire, uh, the center, who was their anchor, and all acknowledged that, that changed everything in terms of communication, not only on the line, but also with Dak, with you know trying to make the uh, make things happen. So we'll, we'll see how it flows here this year. But Jerry Jones saying this is encouraging. Just remember, it's Gilbert, Rush, or Danucci if Dak can't go. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the road just becomes that much harder. And if you're invested for fantasy purposes, well, uh, your lottery ticket, while it's not ripped in half, uh, your your prize is probably going to be shared with a lot of people, i.e. you're not getting much 
uh, coming back for you. So it's uh, it's an interesting time. And, you know, we always have these storylines swirling about. You know, Aaron Rodgers came back to work, checked that box. Now it's a matter of, well, can we get Dak back on the field for week one? He's LeVar Arrington. I'm Mike Carmen. This is Fox Sports Radio's Fox Sports Sunday. Coming up next, uh, college legend. One, did he flirt with leaving? We'll talk about that. And two, well, he's sending messages to stars. It's a beautiful thing because it is that time. Practice perfectly. Play perfectly. Just like we do here on Fox Sports Radio. I am a monkey fan. It get loose. I said, come on out. Well, you got to get down. Get said, come on out. Uh, yeah, get up, get loose, the funk, come on, all right. <laughs> <laughs> My guy, he's LeVar Arrington. I'm Mike Harmon. Welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Sunday. Killing it on a Sunday morning. It has gone by so fast. So many great stories and storylines and, well, and interactions. We've got a, a great crew here. Always thankful. Never take it for granted. You out there, wherever you're listening, never take you for granted. Your time and, and investment here either. Uh, before I move to our, our next order of business and a little bit of love uh, and attention to Nick Saban, because he needs more of it, uh, I wanted to play this for you, LeVar, because you may have never heard the whole thing. Um, here's some more Jerry Jones. I am a monkey fan. I can stand in a, a zoo and look at them all day long and die laughing. And uh, <laughs> my dad was in the wild animal business and had over 5,000 wild animals. And he always was to hand somebody a card and said, be sure and come out and visit my monkeys. <laughs> and that's exactly the reaction I was looking for. See, beautiful. that's funnier than, hey, Dak's going to play week one. That's so, correct. That's what I told you is that, that look, there's all sorts of Jerryisms in the uh, in the system. Let me tell you, uh, he, he's given us a lot of gold uh, through the years. All right, so let's go to Alabama. And as we talk about the SEC, the alliance, as it were, and everybody's quest for revenue. Revenue. We have Alabama trying to figure out Right now, uh, Nick Saban, rumors that a couple years ago he flirted with potentially leaving for Texas, which is interesting, right? Because we start getting in all the conspiracy theories of who knew what, when, how, and where in terms of potential movement, any of the discussions of, hey, Texas might come to the SEC anyway, so why would you make this move, right? So that swirls in the background. Uh, but then you've got Jaleel Billings. That would be 100% why you'd go. But go ahead. Go well, ahead. but but saying, all right, if you're they're coming to the SEC anyway, why wouldn't I stay where I'm already dominating the SEC instead uh, of coming in with a – the challenge of doing it with someone else. But, well, but well, no, let's stay with that then. Let, let, the, look, the Billings Lee story is great. Uh, evidently struggling in practice. And it goes back into uh, a larger discussion, which we'll, we'll bring in because as much as people moan and groan about Tebow, there was a line that I heard used by a number of ex-NFL players, right? Part of the alumni group that I think is a curious line about Tebow's departure. We'll get that. That's what you call a tease. Uh, we'll do that after we hear from Ilo in about 10 minutes. Uh, but to your point, the new challenge versus continuing where you dominate. I think it's it's an interesting philosophical point, right? And there's a ton of money in Texas. Well, there is. But he's not exactly hurting for money now. Yeah, but it's not about hurting for money. It's about the revenue. 
<laughs> now you've thrown thrown the line back at me. See, I yes. love this. It's now it's now a thing. It's a living, breathing organism here on Fox Sports Re- Reve- Radio Revenue. Yeah. <laughs> I went for a joke and then I, I tripped at the one yard line. I Nate Newtoned it. It's all right. Oh, look at him running. No. Uh, but to the idea of, I mean, Alabama's a monster if we go into the financials and the revenue of what they are and what they are to the SEC and those television contracts. And obviously, Texas, I mean, look, everything's bigger in Texas, as they say. Uh, and certainly plenty of cash to be had there. But at this stage of your career, and I guess this becomes the question of, you know, what's what's the end game? What's the the goal of how many more years you're at the helm? And only Nick knows that, right? Yeah, only he knows only, that. Uh, sorry, only Coach knows that. I don't, I don't want Dion to come through and yeah, yell at me. Yeah, because you get disrespected and, and, you know, and, and all that. So make and, sure you call him back Coach Saban. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> you're right, only he knows. But it, it's also only only God knows because it's. I'm sure it's based upon health. Well, there's that um, that part of it as well, yeah. obviously. Yeah, and, and so – but but the interesting idea of it is is what are what are the challenges left for you and and how how would you like to go about accomplishing those things i mean you you passed up bear bryant um you have a statue you have have won national titles at different schools sure um you you just have your resume is fully loaded what's what's left what's next and i think that those are the things that will drive what his decisions are in terms of what he wants to do but maybe maybe texas him entertaining texas was the idea of there is more money there would probably be be more money connected to what he was doing and maybe the idea of something that's post coaching career could be at stake in that play um it's a different market than tuscaloosa well, yeah, so. and some of those, you know, a legacy plays like we were talking before when it came to players and and getting into ownership groups, whatever it is, 2%, 5%, 10%, whatever's reported, whatever's actual, uh, and then figuring out what they do and parlaying it from there. Same thing here with Nick Saban, 69 years old, he'll turn 70 on Halloween. Just thought I'd throw that out there. So we'll celebrate him on Halloween uh, but a, a guy with a long storied career, many journeys, and you look at it, a couple of stints uh, in the NFL, but obviously dominance and greatness at LSU leaves and then pops back in in 2007, gets to Alabama, and we have the dynastic, ridiculous run that he's been on, and they're, they're a machine, and it's just the next year. And so, how much do you want to try to build a program that should be? monstrous right we all agree what texas should be in theory and what's Mm -hmm. they what they once were you know for the legacy play is it restoring one of these legacy teams right to use that term in a different way or is it just to keep piling on right I, i guess we look at the nfl and we look at what tom brady just did right all these records all of these championships in new england Hey, you're 43. Are you done? Nope. I go down here. And what do we do? We go win. So maybe for for Nick Saban, you know, that becomes an inspiration kind of point as you're in your your thought process trying to figure out that next. Because everybody's looking at next, right? If you're not, 
then you know, I, I I don't I don't know how you get up in the morning, right? There's there's got to be something you're looking forward to personally, professionally, whatever that keeps you moving and motivating you uh, to do great things. And continuing to dominate can always be at the top of that list. I mean, you don't have to try to go recreate dominance. I just think that there has to be more at play when you're talking about those situations, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's just not a, like it's how not a lateral I, move. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, what is what is in it if I create dominance here? Because I've already shown you that I can create dominance and I can create stability and, and create a machine. So it's like, what is next on what what do you look for? After that, well, I mean, we saw him in the blind side. Maybe he, uh, you know, Wants becomes the next guy in Dallas or something. So. I don't know. I don't, oh, in Dallas? I don't no, think, I don't, I don't think he got well. Did, he's did, didn't you like him when he came on, though? Didn't, didn't he made you smile when he I came don't on? I don't really remember the blind side, man. I, I, I seen the movie, but I don't really remember it. Yeah, no, and, sorry, and, I didn't and, commit and, that and one. Michael Orr was not a uh, fan of it, he anyway. wasn't a fan of his movie. No. But it made him popular, so he hey, should have been a fan. Every, of you know, movie. a household name for a while. It, it's only it's only Hollywood, Mike. And Sandy Bullock you know and Tim McGraw, they they got their thing. And you got to know them because of your story. That, that is they, absolutely you know. right. I met those real parents in, Did you? in real life at at the Preakness. Yeah, it was interesting. They were good people. I didn't I didn't find them to be bad people. Which I don't think the story was that they were bad people anyway, but I just, you know, they were good people. There you go. Good, good for them. Exactly. Yeah. Good on And it you. wasn't Sandra Bullock and it wasn't uh, Tim McGraw. It was the real ones. See, there you go. But if it would have been Tim McGraw, what song would you have had him sing with you? Um, Man, I don't know. I don't know. That would be a great, that would be a great question because Tim McGraw has had some really good. Yeah, we saw him on the beach down in Huntington a couple of years ago. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But then there was a, um, I've got a live version of a uh, cover of a Freddie Fender song before the next Teardrop Falls, played Mm. with a mariachi band. I'll have to introduce you to you. I mean, I just don't, well, maybe, maybe Highway Don't Care. There you go. Would be what my choice. I would. I, I would. That. I would just want it to be the most relevant to what what is going on. You know what I mean? Oh, I and like that. Maybe there you go. In that scenario, that would be the most appropriate song. Well, we got to get some situational stuff rolling along. All right, we'll get back into the other Saban story in terms of how he's trying to coach him up and what they need to do, and it ties to well, Tim Tebow. So we'll do that right after we hear from our guy, Isaac Lowenkron, with everything trending in our sporting universe. Mike and LeVar, two NFL preseason games today and tonight, kicking off right here at the top of the hour. The Cleveland Browns hosting the New York Giants. Then at 7.30 Eastern, it'll be the Los Angeles Chargers hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Earlier today, Tom Pelissero of NFL Media reported that Bengals rookie defensive end Joseph Osai is slated to have knee surgery this week for a meniscus injury that is 
feared to be season-ending. Osai was the Bengals' third-round pick out of Texas, made a big splash in week one of the preseason, sacking Tom Brady and having five quarterback pressures in his rookie debut against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Last night, the Denver Broncos with a big 30-3 victory at Seattle. Teddy Bridgewater of the Broncos led two touchdown drives, completed 9 of 11 for 105 at a touchdown pass. The Houston Texans improving to 2-0 in the preseason with a 20-14 victory at Dallas. The Cowboys committed four turnovers. They conclude the preseason at 0-3. And the Steelers winning over the Lions 26-20. Ben Roethlisberger, the story there, completing 8 of 10 for 137 with two touchdown passes, finished with a perfect passer rating. The Ravens wanted Carolina 20-3, tying an NFL record with their 19th consecutive preseason win, tying the record held by Vince Lombardi's Green Bay Packers right at the start of his tenure there from 1959 to 1962. A side note from that game, Jeremy Fowler just reporting that Ravens linebacker LJ Ford tore his ACL in that game against the Panthers and is out for the season. Finally, we have an NBA note, kind of. It's an NBA note and an entertainment note, Mike and LeVar. You know that HBO is putting together this series about the Showtime Lakers oh, yeah. in the 80s. Nice. They have recast the role of Larry Bird. The original person they casted, Bo Burnham, had to depart because of scheduling conflicts, so they've just casted a new actor to play Larry Bird, a gentleman named Sean Patrick Small. So Sean Patrick Small, I'm sure you guys are going to do You're a killing Google, me, Smalls! Yeah, exactly. A Google image search <laughs> as we speak. He will be the new Larry Bird in HBO's series about the 80s Showtime Lakers. Back to you. Sean Patrick Small. Huh? Yeah, Adrian Brody is going to play Pat Riley. John C. Riley going to play uh, Jerry Buss. Jason Siegel playing Riley's predecessor, Paul Westhead. So we're looking forward to that. Does that mean he gets nude? Because that's what Jason Siegel does in his uh, movies. Oh. Just gratuitous. Hey, here I am. Uh <laughs> As Paul, as you, you Paul, think as I'm Paul wrong. Westhead. Oh, I don't, I don't know if that'll be part of it. Well, I, 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 yeah, I, I mean, maybe you know something in Playa del Rey, uh, a hot tub or something. I don't. know. Yeah, I have no idea who. That, this guy that's is why though. we're here, and we're not in development for HBO. I guess. No, we're idea people, making it sell. Why? Revenue. Revenue. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. You shout it out. Shout it out loud. See, and now I'm. Reciting kiss lyrics. Thanks, Ilo. At Isaac Lowenkron on Twitter. You always catch him uh, as part of the Chargers broadcast as well. So, uh, hot route. Exactly. There's always a hot route to be had. All right. 18 catches, 287 yards, three scores last year. That was Jaleel Billingsley, uh, his final stat line. Uh, He's been put on notice uh, by Nick Saban right now in terms of effort, hard work, and keeping the spot on the depth chart. Quote, this is not a democracy. This is a privilege for everybody to go out there and create value for themselves. Everybody doesn't get to do what they want to do. Everybody doesn't get to do what they feel like doing. You got to buy in and do what you're supposed to do to be part of a team and do the things you need to do and practice every day. And then went on to talk about sense of urgency, etc. And I tie it back to, to Tim Tebow and his release from the Jaguars because uh, I hear the I heard the term. I think you guys, you and TJ, I think we're, we're using it of like he cut himself. Yeah. Right. And, and that was a, a phraseology 
that that kind of flies in the face of the normal thinking of, hey, the coach had to do this. And it's like, well, he had to because you showed you couldn't play. And likewise, Saban's comments here are like, if you're not going to show me what I need, I mean, you're around this program. You know how we work. Uh, you'll find your name floating down and your opportunities dwindling. Well, you have to hit that transfer portal because once that 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 boat sails away, it ain't coming back at Alabama. Right. That's not going to happen. So uh, that's that's kind of you know that's one of those deals where um, you got to listen because when you walk into those scenarios, when you walk into those scenarios, you just can't, you can't put yourself in a position to to not be able to maximize. I've seen it happen when I was in school, and we weren't as big, obviously, as Alabama is right now, but you lose your opportunity, and that opportunity is gone. You might as well go seek, seek a, another berth somewhere else. So communication as you flow through, I, I think this is you know a good uh, pull back the curtain for folks as we watch the, the Angels have arrived at the Little League World Series outside signing autographs. A pretty good scene there. Uh, everybody getting a little bit of love uh, as it flows uh, live and in living color. The updates uh, as we see it is just, you know, communication flowing of where you're at. Because I remember you telling me the the tale, um, you know, as we first began the show a, a little over a year ago, you know, talking about the communication and where you were trying to figure out your spot while you were at Penn State. Yeah. Right. And, and that in, in communication, good, bad ugly who's doing it how does it flow or is it just a feel for a lot of it you you know what mike when you're trying to find your way at the college level and guys are just as good as you um that came in with you and that are ahead of you there is a lot of tense moments there are a lot of uncertainty moments there are a lot of come to Jesus moments because you have only you you don't have anything else you only have you these coaches don't love you they 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 don't want to lose their jobs they love being able to provide for their families there are very few coaches that in the grand scheme of things truly love their players and those are the ones that are so reverent we just lost an iconic one right. that truly loved and cared about his players you don't always have that and you shouldn't expect that so when you go into a scenario where you're a number like okay he's a three star he's a four star you he's the third on the depth chart he's the second on the depth chart who's the first on the depth chart how much time do they have how many mental errors do they have how many plays do they make how many tackles do they make how many catches do they make how many yards do they put up all these things that are being measured and weighed out that's your worth as a player and especially when you go into one of these mega juggernaut organizations, uh, programs. So when I was in school, you know, as a freshman, I came in and I'm thinking the guy that was going to, you know, that was there, that was the star, Aaron Collins, was going to be gone. He was he was supposed to be graduating. I'm thinking he's leaving. They t- they're telling me you come in and you're going to have an opportunity to compete while, you know, 
and he's he's going to be gone. Well, him and his brother, they decided to come back. So they did fifth-year senior um, seasons. They decided to come back for their last years, him and Jason. So which worked out because I was able to learn so much from him and and how the position worked, and, and it ultimately led to the success that I was able to have was learning from him. But you got to think, now, I'm not red shirting. They're like, well, you know, I'm there. I'm like, I'm not red shirting. I'm playing. Like, I don't care. You put me on special teams. They put me on special teams. I did every special teams. I played gunner. I, I ran down. I was a wedge buster. I was on the on the hash marks. I did everything, right? Mm-hmm. I, I rushed the punter. So I was going to play. But here, here's where it gets interesting. The guy that I would end up having to compete for to try to get the starting job was a red shirt freshman while I was a true freshman. He was a three-time 100 meters track champion. He was a three-time state wrestling champion. He was a two-time football champion, running back, linebacker. We played the same position. He was just as talented. He was just as celebrated, and he was from the same place. He was from Western Pennsylvania. So when you talk about – all of the things, all of the elements that have to, to play out, he very easily could have been the LeVar Arrington. And I, the, the guy that, that, you know, fortunately, and I hate to say it that way, but, man, that's, that's what it is. Fortunately, I left after three years. So he got one year to play. Right. But it could have gone either way. It could have gone either way. So what do you do? What do you do when it it doesn't play out where you become the starter? You know, well, I, there's it, a whole uh, Marvel series they've got calling "What If" if it's a different universe. We could do that. See if we can do a time ice for you. Yeah, yeah. But it's true. It's it's about the perseverance, right? And trying to figure out your spot. And as we were talking about earlier, just you know, you keep working, but being cognizant of what else is there and available to you. And transferring is a much different animal than it was then. Yeah. Right? A much easier flow uh, for hey, the most listen, part. Still some I guys that will block I you. almost transferred. Well, you told that story. That was a uh, Fox Sports Sunday exclusive. That, yeah, uh, man. You laid I that just, out, man. I just – they didn't have me starting in the spring. Um, it was It was a very, very hard time. It was a very difficult time. In my life, that that spring, that spring uh, football season, because no, it, it seemed like no matter what I did, I could not earn the starting job. I didn't even get a look. And then we go into the season and they don't have me starting. So the first three games of the year, I'm not even starting. It's the wildest junk ever, man. And and I really, you know, that spring, I really just, I'm like, man, like I'm never going to play here. Now, you keep in mind, I was the player of the year in the country coming out of high school. I'm, right. I went to my local school. It wasn't local, local, like Pitt local, but it was PA, Central PA. It's a local school. I'm a, I'm a state kid. So I'm thinking I have all of the things that I wouldn't have if I had chose to go to Florida State or I had chose to go to Miami. I don't have I don't have to contend with some of the politics that I would have if I had left out of state. I'm at home. I have the I have the benefit 
of people in Pennsylvania on both sides saying, I'm not from Western PA, I'm from Eastern PA, but I know the kid was a freshman and won a state a state title. I, I've heard of him. I know who he is. And and on the Western side, it's like he's the greatest to ever do it. I ain't never seen anything better. Right. But I wasn't starting. I still wasn't. I was. I was not in position to to play. Yeah, it's, and, it's amazing the narratives, the reality, and the politicking and everything else that goes behind it. We talked about it to open the show a little bit, right? In terms yeah. of coaching and districts and people in that have a little bit of power and decide to wield it. Uh, well, how, how should we say? Uh, with with great discrimination. Uh, and I, I use that term carefully, of course. Sure. But it's, you know, who who needs the information, who needs the the push and not being, you know, ubiquitous slash uh, equitable in the way you're meeting things out. So and listen, as as I get older, you start to realize a lot about the realities that are associated with being a coach you're never going to make everyone happy sure. and you're never going to make the right decision every single time by someone's standard or someone's interpretation. And, and one thing that you have to give a ton of credit to, uh, to Nick Saban is, is that my kids just brought me breakfast up. How cool is that? How great is Thank that? you. Thank you guys. Thank you very much. Um, uh, as soon as you're uh, off air, they're asking for something. Anyway, continue. Yeah, uh, uh, 100%. Uh, so, <laughs> so the idea of being able to manage in such a way where it doesn't get in the way of the team's performances and it doesn't get into the performance, into the way of the recruitment right. performance performances the 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 ability to be able to maintain uh the level of high recruitment that alabama has been able to do because i can guarantee you if you cut if you go beyond the surface there are way more transfers than there are success stories at alabama oh there's no question about it way i'm telling you it's probably you probably be blown away by how many guys transfer or never play that were four or five star recruits coming out of high school well you now have to that's your research project for the week and i'll give you an honorary phd no way he's lavar errington i'm mike Harmon. (laughs) it's fox sports radio anybody want to do that research we'd appreciate it at swollen dome is where you can send it uh coming up next we're going to talk about continuity talk about practice and why it really means a whole lot in our world of sports as we find our wins next year on fox we talking about practice little little mcgraw little mcgraw yeah here we go mike carmen lavar errington with you fox sports sunday coming up in 10 minutes steve hartman and our guy rich hornberger they're ready to go i think i could sing country country music you think i really do all right well you know, because I got mama, that no! natural. No, no, I think I got that natural. Well, you got Southern mama twang. in. You know, mama's in part of a lot of country songs, so that was good. Yeah, I just really believe that one day I'm going to get bold enough. I'm going to go into the studio and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and lay down some vocals to some real, real, real fine country music. Tell you what, I am going to start writing it. a lyrics uh, for Mama No. 
You and know, we'll that's one that of, that's kind of funny. You know, it's super quick. It, that's just one of my things is I, I always enjoyed how well country music singers interview. You ever notice how cool they are? Like they have like this deep voice and then they got that Southern drawl to how they talk to you. And it's real like kind of just telling a, a good old fashioned story about how things are supposed to be and how how they wouldn't be if it wasn't for this and just the. I just really love how they bring that deep, deep, strong, raspy, manly voice to what it is that they be talking about. Sounds like a beer can getting flattened. (laughs) (laughs) And if I drink enough, I can do the uh, Southside Chicago ease. Uh, so indeed, we can we can indeed. get that with your uh, country twang. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, my family really is country. You know, I come from a family of of actual, uh, you know, uh, farming farming tobacco, bro. So that's actually a true story. West Vir- uh, Virginia. Mm-hmm. True story. All right, more more story time. We got to figure that out. Uh, but it's time to find a couple of wins real quick here. Locker room squabbles, struggling teams, cheaters, and no-account owners. There's so much negativity in sports that it can ruin your day. But not Mike Harmon. He's here to shine a light on the good in sports with a simple mantra. Find Find your your win. All right, first off, I do want to hear more of that story. The origin story of LeVar Arrington. I mean, there's just so many layers to this. So maybe there's a documentary series of me just asking a bunch of random questions and seeing word association, what comes out. And then maybe we'll have the lyrics to a country song at the end. Gotta love it. Win for all of us. Uh, We talk about happy returns in the world of wrestling in Chicago. CM Punk comes back after a seven-year absence in the ring. And then at SummerSlam, you get Lesnar and you get Becky Lynch. That's all good for the world. And earlier we talked about it. uh, The Ravens, 19 straight preseason wins. Practice makes perfect, they say. That's the way you work it. And I want to give uh, credit to Justin Fields, not because of he, he running around for his life, but why he was uh, said they were disrespectful to Andy. He stuck up for his guy. That's being a teammate. Nice. Peace and love. That's my guy, LeVar. I'm Mike. We'll see you next yeah. time. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.